from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Are you, are you wearing your new jeans today? I'm wearing my new jeans. Okay, so Maury bought... Oh, no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yo, Matthew's okay. going to hate that you're okay. telling this story Ma- on the radio. Matthew <laughs> is... Because Matthew is so mad this week. Matthew is so... Maury's husband, Matthew, is so mad at him right now because uh, Maury bought new jeans on Amazon. Mm. And without trying them on without anything. And Maury bought $32 jeans on Amazon. They're Wranglers, which is a brand name, okay? (laughs) But... But they're thirty-two dollar. They're thirty-two dollar jeans, um, and Matthew hates them. Right? He thinks I look awful in them. Right? I showed these. To, I had them. I went. I had to go and find them last night on Amazon to to just be, yeah. like. I there was still a part of me that didn't believe Maury paid thirty-two dollars for a pair of jeans on Amazon. So I went and found them on Amazon. Catherine saw the picture. She said that those were jeans for people who have given up on their bums. <laughs> That's what Oh, no. Okay, but I will say this. I will. I, I, I will say this. Those jeans on Amazon. If you find them on Amazon, they're thirty-two dollar Wrangler <laughs> jeans on Amazon. They have a four and a half star rating with twenty-five thousand oh, reviews. Yeah, I, I have never seen anything on Amazon that has that high of a rating with twenty-five thousand reviews. Um, let me go through some of these reviews real quick. You I should start. A club, Maury. You should like to try. Like, oh, Facebook. Yeah, 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 Facebook. Yeah. Amazon Wranglers. <laughs> yeah, the Wranglers. Yeah, Amazon Wranglers, and see if you can uh, get everybody together. Here is a uh, review from Canada. Yeah. Oh. Arrived as described. Happy with my purchase. I am 6'3", 240 pounds. The fit overall is good, <laughs> allowing for full movement and are quite comfortable. I have an average 38 waist. Uh, Lance. Also from Canada, yeah. The uh, the headline is "Get these, you won't be disappointed." Well, your my husband new, might. My new favorite <laughs> pair of jeans. They are the yeah. best thickness. <laughs> <laughs> so why doesn't Matthew like them, Maury? He says that I look absolutely terrible. And he says, can, "Can you just stand up? Go move your chair back a little bit. Stand up and just and give us a, a give us a, a, a twirl here. Move back. You need to move back even more. Move that microphone. Move that microphone. Okay, now turn. Okay, now go back." Okay, now turn around and let me see that. Let me see. Lift your shirt up a little bit, right? See, to me, those just, oh, you're wearing a belt today, too, because yesterday you weren't wearing a belt and they were falling down. Because you told me to wear a belt. Right. Well, I didn't well, tell you, kept... you to do anything, <laughs> but, first of all. Because you were walking around here, and you kept hiking up your pants, like yeah. pulling them up with both arms. So, both uh, so the thing is this. You love the jeans. They're the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. Okay, so what is now the, the... Oh, and they have stretchy waist. Okay. <laughs> so now, what is the conversation <laughs> oh. at, at home, though? What Hold is on, it? wait. Okay, yeah. I'm glad you said stretchy waist, because okay. I just found another, <laughs> another review, also from Canada. By the way, by the way, Maury bought $32 Wrangler jeans off Amazon, and his, and his husband, Matthew, is pissed. Yeah, and this guy... Uh, Sasha gave four-star review. Yeah, uh, I bought a pair of my regular size of 34 waist, and it fits nicely. Uh, maybe a bit too much room in the groin area. <laughs> <laughs> they were not kidding in regards to the flex.
flex part. The whole gene is quite flexible, but especially in the groin area where you can literally lift uh, wow. lift the material up with extra room. Oh. Do, you got, do you got extra room up front there more? Do you feel that? Yeah, you just pull it and stretch it. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, but did, hey, did you see that uh, poor singer? I always get like, sometimes when a singer screws up the national anthem, like my heart breaks for them. Oh. And then other times I get like full of rage, depending mm-hmm. on the quality of the screw up, right? Mm-hmm. This happened on the weekend, right? This happened on the weekend. So uh, her name was Jen Davey, and this was at the uh, Canadian St. Louis game. And she was coming out of the French part, right? Uh-huh. Coming out of the French part, and there's a couple lines there. There's not much left of the song once you come yeah. out of the French part. Not much to screw up um but uh but nonetheless uh, she she managed to uh, so here is uh Jen Davy Oh this is the easy part We oh, oh. stand on God no. we stand on God Still works though Sure for that i don't know that's just me i don't think you rip her hard i don't think you rip her hard i think you can yeah, still think, rip her but I, I don't think you rip her hard i think for that. what deepa deepa's cringing right now you don't now. rip her hard for that i think you do no 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 if, not, you, if you're gonna go perform the national anthem got it sure you should know the lyrics to the national also, anthem i yes. feel okay i i love the national anthem yes i'm not mad at this because Putting myself in their position. If you're not used to singing the national anthem, the right. Canadian national anthem, if you're from, I assume she's from the States. No idea. Okay. No idea. But if you're not used to singing the anthem and you try your best, maybe you practice, maybe you get a little bit of nerve, uh, nerves hit you yes. in front of like 25,000 people. Yeah. So here is a little montage of other times other people have butchered um, uh, O Canada. Okay. Our home and nation's land. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, Canada, God shed his grace on me. The true north, strong and free. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard. We stand on guard for thee. No. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's a big stage. Oh, no, this crowd is like really big. Canada, my native home. No. My own, strong and free. What? From far and wide, oh, no. may they say. <laughs> No. I need the words. <laughs> oh, no! Okay, but there, there oh, is one. My, we haven't no. even got to my favorite yet. Okay, so when I said go easy on uh, go easy on Jen Davy from the other night, okay, yeah. it was like she messed up one line. She did get the words right. She just left one line out. Sure. Now we have to. We cannot talk about um, butchering O Canada without going back to 1994 when the CFL expanded into the states, and this was a CFL game in Las Vegas. Um, this was the one where Greg Bartholomew. 
um, sang O Canada so poorly that by the end of it, he started singing O Canada to the tune of O Christmas Tree. <laughs> no. Okay? Listen to this. O Canada, our home and native <laughs> land. Oh, True patriot love, in all thy sons command. With growing hearts we see thee rise, the true and strong and free. So festive. From far and wide, O Canada, <laughs> we stand on guard for thee. Okay, on. That was old Christmas tree okay, at the was, end, right? Was, was the game tree. played around the holidays, so maybe it was an intentional <laughs> no, remix? No, it was not. No, no, no. <laughs> stop trying to make excuses. That was bad. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I've said this forever, which is, Mocha, you are one of the great gift givers that I've ever met. Oh, thanks, man. I don't man. know if you've ever missed with a gift for anybody for anything. Thank you, brother. I, I think appreciate that. You, that. I think that it's your ability to uh, to listen and you see with your, uh, your eyes and your heart. And I think that you know uh, more about the people around you than they think you do. And I think That's you're so very nice. in Thank tune you. with the people that you surround yourself with. You are a fantastic gift giver. But um, no, no, there is no but. So, oh, okay, so they good. asked. They they it's around the holidays, and they were they asked people who they felt were the best gift givers as far as family members go. Uh, um, moms overwhelmingly number one. Absolutely, as the best as the best yes. gift givers as the best gift because they know they know everything right. Um, so mom, though, moms came out above your own significant other. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. Jenna Who, knows me like. But who's better me. at giving gifts, your mom or Jenna? What time is it? Who's listening? Because <laughs> 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 I, I, I'll, okay, let me come back to that. Let me come back to that. Because then on, on the list, there's sisters, brothers, everything else. Yeah. But like they went deep into this list and, and, and part of the headline is something that I feel is a little unfair. Okay. Which is, oh. so moms are at the top of the best gift giving list. Are dads at the bottom? No. Nephews are at the bottom. What? I think that that nephews. is nephews. I think that if you're doing a list of like who in the family is the best at giving the gifts to you, I don't think you go as deep as nephews. No. No, right? I, think I think that is unfair like, pressure. That's really going off the family tree right? there. That I don't is, think I've ever gotten a gift from a nephew. Thank you. That is unfair pressure. Do you have yeah. a nephew? I guess I think I do. What do you mean <laughs> guess you think? A who? nephew would be a brother or sister's kid. Yes. Correct. Yeah, so I guess it would be... No, I don't. Okay, so that would so, explain why you've never received a gift from your nephew. <laughs> you ain't got no nephew. Because <laughs> I got no nephew. Because <laughs> I got no nephew. Wow. Okay, so nephews... I got Poor no Shem. Nephew. She just ruined day. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. I oh, come to think of it, I've never received a gift from a nephew. Do you have a nephew? No. I know. I know. Maury's like, did you see that? For like two seconds, Maury was real pissed off at his nephew, right? Like, 
<laughs> really? The man was so the man was so disappointed in his nephew. Lousy. Right? His lousy ass nephew. Cheap ass lousy nephew that never gave him a gift. Doesn't have a nephew. So nephews are nephews are our bottom of the, bottom list. Of the list. Okay, so let's go back up to the top now. Okay. Because the question are the, best. the question was moms are the best, followed by your significant other. And I had asked you, okay. Mo- Mocha, uh, who I, is better at giving gifts um to you, your mom or your significant okay, other? Okay, I do love my mom. Yes. Unconditionally. Correct. But I will say, Jenna, my wife. Right is the best gift giver. Right. She surprises me all the time. Oh. With everything. Yeah. You want to talk about listening? She listens. Like, I will mention something in, like, February. Yeah. And then at Christmas... Shows up. I'll get that thing. And she'll be like, you you. mentioned it once. Or sometimes I'll be watching YouTube videos, and I'll make a comment on something. Yeah. And, like, a product, whatever. Gotcha. And she will... Take note. Love that. See, yeah. that's good. That's good. She's really, really good. Um, How about you? In, in, in man, your, you know. Oh, no, Catherine is way better gift giving than my mother. Yeah. Uh, but my mother, like, my when we were kids, right, definitely my mom. Oh, like my mom, over the top, yes. over the top. Uh, but, like, as adult, like, I just don't need stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom's in a real difficult position because she's just not around me as much as Catherine is. Like, my mom doesn't know when I need new shirts. <laughs> you, know I mean? right. you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, my mom's never once looked at me and thought, oh, you know what? I can buy him a new pair of those favorite boots that he has that I see every day and I know the exact size. Right? right? Like, it's her life is difficult when it comes mm-hmm. to that. So like, she asks a lot of questions yeah. and stuff like Socks this. Socks again. Yeah. Maury, is this going to hurt your feelings if I ask his question? No, because no. I have a new mom. Right, yes. So, but Matthew's a way better gift giver when he remembers. When he remembers. Or has time. You, uh, who's a better gift giver between you and Matthew? Obviously, oh, Matthew. Matthew. I'm the worst gift giver. We all know that. Yeah, no, I'm the absolute has worst. Has Matthew, what's the last Something gift? Something you have in common with your nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Um, so what's going to happen with the Golden Globes? So the Golden Globes did their mm-hmm. nominations yesterday. Well, because if you remember they last year, already? no, well, if you remember last year, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association uh, was pulled apart. There was a huge article in the um, LA Times talking about the diversity behind who the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is, the sort of payoffs that have gone on, all the shady. Oh my, was that right? only last year? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so studios were like, man, do we really want to be involved with the Golden Globe Awards. NBC has said that for the first time in, God, I don't even know how many years, they're not going to run the Golden Globes this year. Oh, so the real? Golden Globes may take place at like a press conference kind of thing. Like who knows if Is they no can. no actual big, big show? No, they may not be able to find, if they don't find a broadcaster, there won't hmm. be Golden Globes broadcast on television. And I guess if NBC said no... Like, no other network is going to be stepping up to be like, hey, we'll air it. Right. And normally, historically, the awards shows get together and they say, okay, you're going to take this weekend. We'll take this weekend. You take this weekend. But on January 9th, the night of the Golden Globes, I think it's the Critics' Choice Awards that are also doing their show um, on January 9th. So they're doing it. They did their announcement yesterday morning, too. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, they did try their, they did sort of do their best uh, to try and have a little bit of fun with the nominations. And uh, one of the highlights was they had Snoop um, there to read out some of the names and Snoop just like brilliantly butchered uh, a few of the names. So here's Snoop um, announcing, uh, give me a Christine Baranski. 
Christine Baranski. Christine Baranski, the good fight. Okay. Um, okay. Now, a uh, very famous uh, actor, uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, how do you screw this up? <laughs> ben Affleck. Oh, come on. Stop ben it. Ben Affleck. My fault. <laughs> Hold on. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. My fault. <laughs> Sorry about that, Ben. Ben Affleck. The tender bar. Hold on, hold on. Being yeah. a flick. You know what I think the the issue is here? What's that? Because anytime we see Ben Affleck's name yeah. in the news, it's yeah. always Benifer because it's a story about him and J-Lo. Ben Affleck's been famous for 30 years. So maybe Snoop. 20 years. I don't know how long he's been famous for. Thinking about that? No. Maybe that's in his, in his mind? No. Being a flick. No. Being a flick. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was early in the morning for Snoop, I guess. It was 6 a.m. when oh, they did this. Oh, hell, yeah. Yeah, yeah high hell. Uh, now, uh, D- uh, Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve, fantastic director, uh, Golden Globe nominee. Uh, How do you spell it? Spell it. Villeneuve? No, v- spell the, what is oh, it? Denis? Denis, Denis, so it's D-E-N-I-S. Okay, Dennis, right? yeah. Okay, uh, V-I-L-L-E-N-E-U-V-E. Villeneuve. I'm going to... Say yes, because I haven't heard this. Yes, I think Snoop Dogg is going to say Dennis uh, Villanueva. Okay, Dennis Villanueva. <laughs> there. there you go. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. If they gave me a script and I hadn't heard that name before, that's yes. exactly how I would pronounce really? it. Yeah, huh? Dennis Villanueva. Doom. There you go. <laughs> but I like with everything else, he sort of corrects himself, except for this one. He is convinced. Yeah. It is Dennis Villanueva. Who else? Who else? Is there another um, one? Yeah. I don't even know who this person is. Um, uh, Kiran Hines. Okay. How do you spell it? C-I-A-R-A, like uh, accent N, Hines, H-I-N-D-S. Sirian Hines? I don't know. Karan. Oh. No, Karen Hines. <laughs> Karan. fast. <laughs> Work with me now. <laughs> Karan. Wait, how, do you, how do you say the name, though? I don't know. I don't even know how to say Karan. that name. It's not Karan. No, Karen. It's it not, Karen? No, it's definitely oh. not Karen. Belfast. Yeah. Work with me now. <laughs> <laughs> this one's still the best. Being a flick. Being a flick. Being a flick. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Roz, you've always said that there are certain elements that make a Christmas song a Christmas yes. song. Yes, yes. Those elements are, once uh, again. Okay, if, if somebody claims to have released a Christmas song and it does not have bells in it, mm-hmm. jingle bells in it, sleigh bells in it, any mm-hmm. type of bells in it, uh, it's it's not good to me. It's right. not a it's not a Christmas song. Uh, and piano as well, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, listen, you can have it doesn't have to have piano. Like it can the arrangement and the instruments can be sort of whatever. I think that uh, it is about for me. There's a certain feeling, a certain vibe, a certain key that hits as a Christmas song. But the one thing it definitely has to have is it has to have bells in it. So without question, I found this uh, video from she's a comedian slash musician named Ali Spagnola. Okay, where she took Fifty Cent in the club and turned it into a Christmas song. Oh, see, I'm down with that. With a bunch of other people. Okay, part of her crew, like. And it's got bells. Like they redid the song? They redid the oh, song. Oh, okay. And it's like. They didn't just remix Fitty. No. Oh. They sing the song as okay. if it were a traditional Christmas oh, I'm track. I'm down with this. Listen to this. Hit me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and a duet. <laughs> a duet. <laughs> yeah, it works. <laughs> they change the arrangement and everything. Bro, no, no, it's, but it sounds uh, like a traditional it, Christmas it, it song. It does, now. yes, because there, there's just rules, right? Like there's just. <laughs> also, it sort of sounds like a children's song too, in a weird way. <laughs> like that guy has a very, a very. You'll know what I mean by this, Shem. Animated that, that, voice, no, right? no, 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 no. Oh. That guy has the voice of somebody who has entertained children. Oh, 100 percent. Right. That is a children's yes. entertainer way of singing. Yes. Like absolutely. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not. This guy's not about the ladies, right? Like no, the, no, 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 no. No. So just put no. smiles on everybody's That's it. It's all. It smiles over everything, Maury. I don't think it had enough bells. Okay. So I found some. Can we play it again? So I can. <laughs> We're playing it, it now. We're playing it right now. Put your headphones okay. on. It wasn't. It didn't have these bells. Where did you find that? I saw Maury run out of the room. Like I honestly, I thought you had to go number two. You ran out of the room so fast. No, it was important to get the right bells. Like you ran probably, I'm going to say, 20 feet total to find those bells. You are sweating, <laughs> but man. I got the bells. Okay, you are sweating. I'm going to, you know what I'm getting you for Christmas? I had a whole thing planned for you. A headband? No, oh. I'm getting you an appointment with a cardiologist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, Roz, you didn't hear this, but Deepa, like from the other side of the room, just said. <laughs> So what? That's something really ridiculous. Oh. Deepa, please join us. So Deepa, uh, as you know, or may not know, is a new pet owner. Right. Uh, has a little cat named Tubby, yeah. who is now, uh, how old is Tubby? Tubby is about three months old. Okay, and you've had Tubby in your life for about that, right? Three months. No, just about a month. A little oh, bit okay. over a month now. A little yeah, over yeah. a month. Um, she so, said her husband in her life for three months. Right, that's right. what it She's is. She's married, married for three months. <laughs> three months. <laughs> uh, new cat uh, for about a month. And Roz, you, I mean, you have three cats. Your experience with cats. Yeah. Repeat to Roz what you said in <laughs> the corner of the room. I don't want to say it back. Say <laughs> it. Why? Because I can't say that word. Why? Because we, we can bleep it. Am I allowed to say that word? We can bleep yes. it. I can? Yes. Okay, I just feel naughty saying it. But we can, can bleep you, it. Why don't you just say the clean, like the, the medical word for... Okay, okay. <laughs> so I said oh God, that Eva. I saw Tubby's penis for the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you so uncomfortable saying the word I don't, penis? I don't yeah. know. I feel weird. You can say it. wiener. Wiener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw his okay. wiener for the first time. Um, I did you see it or like were you looking for it? No, I saw it. Okay. Oh, oh, that's very young too. Right. Yeah. Okay, because I all I know about it. Yeah. Is correct me if I'm wrong. It's retractable. No. Right? Yeah. Um. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> or do like, I, did I misunderstand this is completely? It, is it, no, is it retractable? Yes, I guess it's like retra- retract. Like, <laughs> like, uh, do you mean like a like a like a telescope? How those are retractable, yeah, right? Yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. I would. I would. Yeah, it's retra- uh, They're all retractable. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. were you at home alone when no, you no, noticed, no. or it was you and your husband? No, it was me, Thalal, and a few of my cousins. They were over, right? Yeah. And Tubby. 
um, typically doesn't like tummy rubs, yeah. but today, like this day, he just really wanted one. Sure. And uh, <laughs> my cousin was like, you know, rubbing his tummy. Yeah. And he was really enjoying it. And then I look over and I see this little thing just yeah. pop out. And I was like, what is that? And then I realized that it was his wiener. And I was yeah. like, oh, crap. And at first I thought he was bleeding because I saw this little like red thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. So did everybody notice or you noticed no, and you I didn't noticed. say anything or did you say anything? I bet you, like, I bet you noticed and you screamed. No, I didn't scream, but I made up an excuse really quickly. I was like, oh, he hasn't used the washroom in a really long time. I'm just going to take I'm going to take my cat to the washroom? <laughs> like you potty train your cat? Nobody has ever said, guys, give me a second. I got to take my cat to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has ever said that to get out of anything. He had to use the washroom or something, and that's why it was coming out. So, right? That's what happened. You think that that's what happens when boys have to go pee? I don't know. Does it happen to male cats? <laughs> that's what my understanding okay. is. So what? You picked up the cat, the tubby the cat, I and, you, him up. and you took yeah. him where? To the... I took him to the litter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I physically placed him on his litter box, yeah. and he ran right out. So he didn't right. have to use. Of course he didn't. The no. washroom. He wanted like, to go back and get that rubbed out. Yeah, he was <laughs> enjoying. So I don't know like at what age it's or- physiological, right? Like it's not like he knew what was going on. It's just the body does what the body does. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's just so funny because you just see this little rubbing. And I don't think uh Miriam who was who was like uh petting him, she's like, he's so cute. And I'm like, Miriam, you have no idea what you're doing to him right now. <laughs> and I put him back wow. and I was like, Yeah, you can continue with whatever. But I put his leg <laughs> You covered him up? <laughs> I put oh, him down because his legs were just open, and I just like put it back uh, so it covered it in case it popped out again. And she was like, "Oh, I did this to your cat." So you know, it was an interesting observation. <laughs> so, what's your long-term plan to avoid this in the future? I don't know. I haven't thought that far. No? If you have tips, you could let me know. But um, <laughs> I guess nature happens. <laughs> I think more. I think more. I think out of anybody, Maury's got the most amount of tips on how to make sure that this never happens at home. <laughs> Bras and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Laura, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? We are doing great. What is on your mind today? Uh, so I have a massive crush on my psychiatrist. Oh. <laughs> what do I do? Oh. Help. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, you wrote it says, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I'm 35, single, and uh, new to the city. I've had a tough time and had to see a psychiatrist to get some help. And there he was, charming AF, young, and a cool dude. Uh, please help. So you are attracted to your psychiatrist, huh? Yes. Totally normal. Um, <laughs> Laura, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't I'm going to say don't do it. What, like and don't it, shoot your shot? Yes, don't. Yeah, well. It's going to be so awkward if your psychiatrist turns you down. Also, I, I feel that what you're getting from seeing him is mm-hmm. what it is you're looking for, which is that um, that comfort, that safety. You know what I mean? Which right. is where the attraction comes in, I think. And that's his job to make you feel that way and to get you talking about yeah. your feelings. So I think it's just going to go, it'll go all sorts of wrong if you try to shoot your shot. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and Mocha's right. Listen, you're sitting in front of a man who is, you know, good looking and he cares yeah. about what you think and he uh-huh. listens. It makes you feel and, good. And he, and, and, he, and he says stuff that makes you feel like your feelings are right and validated. And he asks right. for very little in return from you. And you feel that he's honest and it's a safe place to talk. And it, you're, it's private. And he's not going to go blab to all his friends. Like, you know, <laughs> what's not to be attracted to that, right? It's a breeding ground for feelings. When you guys are sitting there, like, you're the only, like, you are the sole focus of his his attention right so right, so, right. Uh, so here's the uh, this is and this is not uncommon to be honest with you um but the question comes i i'm with mocha you can't just like go ahead and shoot your shot right like you can't flip a no. heel off and start sticking your big toe up his pant leg you know during a session right <laughs> is that what happens <laughs> okay <laughs> like like i don't like i don't i don't think that you should like you know what i mean like so let's talk about you now yeah like we you know i don't i don't think you should go there um but the question then becomes okay you know is do you mention it to your therapist um because i think that right. that because a lot of people have been in this situation before as to whether you actually mention this to the therapist because believe it or not therapists some therapists have ways of dealing with this and and and, and Mm -hmm. in in situation number one um they may refer you to another therapist because they just don't want to deal with it and they feel that it would impede the conversations that you guys have now other therapists may look at this as something that they can help you work through Right. Mm -hmm. Because this may be a part of why you're sitting in that office in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it is going to affect what you need to get out of therapy, then I say mention it to them. Um, Mm -hmm. If if you're able to go in and be honest and work through things and not have this affect what you hope to get out of therapy, then I don't think you should tell them. Okay. Like if if it's driving you crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Like, are the feelings really, really strong. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Like yeah, last like, time I saw him, I kind of changed my clothes like three times before. Our yeah, like you're getting ready for a date. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and is he like you think about him all the time when you're not in front of him? Kind of. Yeah. Kind well, of. What's going to happen now is that you're just going to go in there and so stop. And you're, well, no, you're just going to go in there and you're not going to be honest with him anymore. You're going to yeah. go in there and do a show, no. right? Right. Exactly. Let me yeah. guess. You haven't like been. That. You haven't been. Right. Like. Lately, you've probably go, been going mm-hmm. in there and altering yeah. maybe some of the answers yeah. that he's mm-hmm. looking for, right? Or yeah. looking for you to give. <laughs> I think so, yeah, because, I mean, uh, I don't feel it's, get, I feel it's getting worse. So mm-hmm. I don't feel it's getting better. Uh, and I try to rationalize this and say to myself, okay, so you are single. Maybe that's why you feel lonely. You're spending the holidays alone. So maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, girl, uh, you yeah. are sprung. I, yeah, like I think based on everything that you just said, I think that you have to mention it to him, and he will probably yeah. refer you to somebody else or, as Roz said, yeah. uh, help you work through the feelings. Yeah, yeah, because you're just going to go in and start lying, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're going to go in. Or hiding things, not necessarily well, 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 lying. Well, no, yeah. but that's, that's lying. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're going to like you're going to go in and you're going to start creating drama that maybe isn't shouldn't be the focus of your sessions. Yeah. Right. You know, you'll go right. in there with, you know, oh, I, you know, I try so hard with, you know, with what yeah. I wear and how I look and how I present myself. 
and I just don't get the reaction yeah. from people that I'm holding. Like, and then he's going to say something mean? nice to compliment yeah. you. Like, you're going you're uh, to start fishing. Like, you're yeah. going to go in. Instead of working on yourself yeah. and working on your mental health right. and working through things that got you in there in the first place, you're going to go fishing. And, you know, what you're hoping to catch is a compliment that then makes you feel good, which is sort of, it's, it's frivolous uh, enjoyment at that point. Not that compliments don't feel good, but that's not what he's there for. And that's not why no. you're there. Um, but yeah, and you're going to start hiding the bad things and mm-hmm. like, you know, you're not going to be, you're not going to be straight up with them. Uh, if it's yeah. it, 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 changing outfits three times before you go on a date with your psychiatrist. <laughs> okay. You're, you're at the point of where you need to mention that you find him yeah. sexually attractive. Yeah. I think I need to do that because I mean, especially because he's, he's helping me with being more, more assertive. Yeah. <laughs> so that, <laughs> Be so honest, exactly Laura. Yeah. Uh, in the past little while, have you bought new outfits specifically for these visits? Um, I don't know. Have I? I mean, I bought some outfits, but I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, have, maybe. I don't have, know. Yeah. Have you tried to creep him on social? Uh, I kind of stalked him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl. yeah. You need to. You need to tell him that too. Yeah. Yeah. I to, to find that. out. Like, to do, did you? Were you going to look to see if he's got like a family and stuff like that? Yeah, but there was really nothing. Cause oh, okay. You, that doesn't yeah. matter if you didn't find anything. Any, you still any, did. Any um, shirtless beach pictures? Uh, no, nothing. I'm telling you, like just one picture. Mm, yeah. Like he's very uh, low key. Oh, and, and that makes me even more attractive, right? Right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Get out of the situation. <laughs> Get out of it. Mention it to him next time you see him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. All right, All right girl. You take care. <laughs> take care. Bye. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Um, Miley Cyrus and uh, Pete Davidson were on whose show last night? Fallon's show last night. Uh, because they're doing that big New Year's Eve show, mm-hmm. right? That they're both hosting. Um, I guess Pete's going to be maybe in New York. I know Miley's going to be in Miami, so they were doing that. But um, but I guess they've been friends for a while now. And Miley tells a story about the first time she took uh, Pete Davidson to a gay bar. I took Pete, I think it was your first time going to a gay club. Yes. Everyone loves him there. I loved it. Yeah, I, wow. felt like, I felt like the coolest guy ever. Yeah, at one point I looked over and Pete, I don't know if he was aware that there was like a p- on your head. Oh, yeah, I was just like chilling there with like a drink. Like, you know, I never really go out and she was nice enough to invite me out. And I was just, you know, sitting there. And for like, I guess 20 minutes, this guy's b- was just like on my shoulder. <laughs> wow. As it happens. I'm just like smiling over there. And then I was like. Uh, uh, wow! Yeah. I had a bruise the next day. So that's what it's like <laughs> hanging out with Miley Cyrus, huh? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, if you watched Sex in the City last night, or excuse me, uh, and just like that. Uh, shoot us a text, 925 I want to get your reaction on it uh, real quick. Um, spoiler alert, by the way, oh if you my haven't. God. Yeah, spoiler alert, it was terrible. What? Um, so Did you watch? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, just because I knew we were going to talk about it today. Mm-hmm. Um, you watch more? Yes, both episodes. I missed it. I, I, I actually, Matthew and I loved it. <laughs> no, it's so bad. And what do they call I'll, Sex I'll break, and the City fan? I'll break, sex sex ads? What's that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. The the ladies, right? I don't know. What, oh, are you, okay. what do the fans call themselves? Oh, I don't think like there's a, a term, but we can come up yeah. with the Bradshaws. 
Uh, so the, the big story going into Sex in the City, right, or and and just like that, was the fact that Kim Cattrall is not there. Mm-hmm. And how would they do this? And then at first people were like, well, maybe uh, she could be in L.A., right? And they were like, well, no, sure. we can't do L.A. because that's where we put her in the movies. Um, and then they were like, well, maybe we could kill her. And then they were like, well, but if we kill her, then there's no chance that... Kim Cattrall will love her come back, so we have to leave the door open. Mm-hmm. And the way that they chose to deal with it was in a sort of like real meta way where they, it seemed like they were playing out what happened in real life, but only they wrote it into the script of the show, and, oh, it's, really? and it sounded kind of bitchy. So here's clip number one. This is um, when uh, Miranda, Charlotte, and Carrie run into... Bitsy um, Von Mufflin. Thank you. Oh, Bitsy's back! Yeah. I know that. I know. Where's Samantha? Oh, um, she's no longer with us. No, 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 she didn't die. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, I'm so sorry, no. I just meant she's not with us. She's in London. Oh, thank God. After the horror show we've been through, I just assume anyone I haven't seen in a while has passed on or gave up and moved to Palm Beach. No, she moved to the UK for work. Smart. Sexy sirens in their 60s are still viable over there. Well, enjoy. Okay. Okay. And then, and then, so here's the part where. No, 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 no. I haven't got to the bad part yet. Oh, So this is the part where, knowing what you know about why Kim Cattrall didn't want to do the show and then the fighting and the relationships and everything else. Because she really had beef with Sarah Jessica Parker more than anyone, right? Yeah. And then it was always, no, it's not my fault. It's your fault. No, it's not my fault. Okay. So so listen to the way they played out this scene. So this is after that, when Carrie and Miranda are sort of walking down the street after that conversation. You know, it is kind of like she's dead, Samantha. We never even talk about her. Well, what is there to say? I told her that because of, you know, what the book business is now, it just didn't make sense for me to keep her on as a publicist. She said fine and then fired me as a friend. She didn't fire you. Okay, she stopped returning my calls. You know, Samantha, her pride got damaged. Which was why I kept leaving her voicemails, asking her to please call me back so we could talk about this and fix it. Look, I understand that she was upset, but I thought I was more to her than an ATM. You are. Oh, she was embarrassed. So embarrassed she took a job and moved to London? Wait, have you spoken to her? No, neither has Charlotte. I mean, we texted and called, but we never heard back. Do you think maybe if you... I did. Multiple texts and nothing. Okay, well, then I guess that's all we can... You know, do. It's so weird. You know, I always thought the four of us would be friends forever. Oh, yo, that's like <laughs> okay. blatant right there. Right? You might have well have said. Thank you. Look at the camera and been like, Kim Cattrall. Thank you. It's a but little on the two, nose. They put in two actual teasers as to what she's actually doing now, where they said move to London, which is where she is filming Queer as Folk right now, right? Where she lost her pride, which is a gay film. So she's in London filming Queer as Folk right now. That's where Kim Cattrall is. Um, but the show is terrible. Like, make no mistake. The, the no, show, it's actually the, quite the, the, the show's awful. So uh, Sex in the City had always been criticized for portraying a version of New York that didn't exist. Not let's, let's not get into the sort of nuance of grown adults don't meet their fully employed friends for breakfast before you go to work. Like, they created a fantasy world. And that was fine. People liked the fantasy world. But when this show starts, within the first five minutes, they, they start handing all the white women their black friend. 
right? Like everybody, oh. you get a black friend and you get a black friend and you get a black friend. Okay. Right? Okay. And Miranda. Look at us. We're inclusive now. And, yeah. And Miranda, she has an interaction with a black professor that when she's going to law school. And it is like this scene plays out like she's having a conversation with a black woman for the first time. It's like Encino Man. It's like Miranda had been frozen in like the 60s and woke up and met her first black woman. Wow. Like the scene is so absurd that I think that they should have played the show the way that they like if they created a fake world that didn't exist, they should still be in a fake world that didn't exist. Sure. Because you can't say that, well, the world has changed, so we're going to change because the world wasn't the world then when you you did the original show. Yeah, but then you know in this day and age they would have got killed if they didn't do anything like what they did last night. But they weren't representing but anything had, originally. Don't forget that Miranda dated a black guy in the original series, Blair Underwood. Also, uh, Mr. Big dies. Spoiler alert! I'm sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler no! alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. At On the, the end, first episode, yeah. Big dies! Yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> god! The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you see that uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds did a, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds has that advertising company. That's one of the reasons why he's mm-hmm. stepping away from acting for a little while to, to focus on that. And they're really, really like quick, man. They're so fast with things. Do you remember that Peloton commercial when it came out and everybody was like, when the husband bought the wife a Peloton? Oh, right. Yeah, that yeah. commercial when that came I think out, they got, they got like enough heat yeah. for it. And then and then he did a commercial with the girl from the commercial. Right. Right. Uh, so on Sex in the City or, and, alert, and Just Like That, I guess it's called. Um, so on and Just Like That, last week, the big story was that Big uh, was on the Peloton and smoked a cigar, went on the Peloton, and then had a heart attack and died in the shower. Mm. And then Carrie came in, did not call 911, and then just sat there and watched them die. Uh, so Pel- and, then, that and then Peloton came out and they had to, they released the statement saying, Hey, listen, uh, big smoke cigars. He ate meat. Uh, he had cardiac history. We don't know if it was in his family, but the Peloton is good for you and it's not going to kill you because Peloton stock the next day took a five point hit. Oh. Right. Yeah. After forgetting Big's history. Yes. Well, because right? I, I guess he had like a, some sort of cardiac thing in season, whatever it was. I don't even know. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, he drank a lot. Yeah, right. You know, lots of butter and wine. That'll do that to you. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's, good. A, it's the French death. Um, <laughs> so Ryan Reynolds company then does a commercial for Peloton. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. And so in this commercial, it's you're going to see Big, the guy, Chris Noth, the guy who played Big. He's like on a couch with some woman who's not Carrie. I don't know who this woman important in this at all. Or we don't know who she is. She, oh, she's the instructor. Oh, I got you. Who's the instructor? Do you know the name? Tell me. No, I think she was a different name in the show. I don't remember what her oh. name was. More find her name for me. Um, so is it Jess King? So they're lying sort of like on a couch. Is it Robin Arzon? I know all of them. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Oh, I guess you do. I'm worried about is you now. Is it Olivia Amato? Oh, that could be it. She Olivia Amato? Like, she looks like an Olivia Amato. Who? Huh? Jess King. Jess oh, King. That's the first name I said. Okay, yeah. Jess Guys, King. Guys, come on. So, uh, so Ryan Reynolds, I guess, comes to the, uh, the, the like the the rescue of Peloton, and uh-huh. he hires. They get Chris Noth. Uh, they put him in a commercial with Jess King, right? And they're lying in front of a fire, and it's like whatever. It's all beautiful. And then as the camera pulls back um, from the beautiful scene, there's two Pelotons in the room. But this is how it plays out. To new beginnings. To new beginnings. You look great. Well, I feel great. 
Should we take another ride? Life's too short not to. Oh. <laughs> and just like that, the world was reminded that regular cycling stimulates and improves your heart, lungs, and circulation, reducing your risk of cardiovascular diseases. Cycling strengthens your heart muscles, lowers resting pulse, and reduces blood fat levels. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, so Ryan fast, Reynolds. They that was so great. So from the time that the episode aired, they would have had to have reached out to everybody and shot immediately it. Yeah. shot it mm-hmm. like the day after that and then have it ready to go sure. for i guess yesterday or yeah. saturday yeah. they had saturday yeah they night. had they had six days basically which you can do yeah right? absolutely you, yeah which you can do all you know you i did the hardest part i guess would have been just reaching out to the to the right people at peloton to figure out if they actually wanted to be a part of this yeah um but yeah you can you can do that but he's so fast he got rick moranis in a commercial rick moranis hadn't been That's on right. camera in 25 years he got oh rick moranis God. in a commercial and you remember he got rick moranis in the commercial and like yeah. a couple days later somebody Punched beat him up him. i know in new york that was sad we don't have to talk about that part we sorry just, we no, 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 I, know, I know of course I love it rick wasn't moranis. ryan reynolds fault no, that he got, know, punted, he got know, assaulted but it was just like it's not like people we are like oh yeah many, that guy no, and then like, they we punched went how them. many years without yes, rick moranis news, all of a sudden <laughs> influx of rick moranis news. yes I know. anyway we yeah. love rick moranis the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Oh, this is that Sexy Boy song, right? No! Oh, how d- oh my God. How dare you? Bro. What? Isn't it? How dare you? Isn't it, though? Disrespect. Calgary, Alberta's very own Brett I'm not the trying Hitman to disrespect Hart. Bret Hart. You did that on purpose because no. you know his rivalry with Shawn Michaels and how they hated each other in real life. No. And that song that you had just mentioned is Shawn Michaels' theme song. No. I'm just a sexy boy. But don't they start the exact same? Isn't it? it I can easily, It's easily confused, okay. right? Hold on. So this is Bret Hart. Play the beginning of the Bret Hart one. Yeah, ready? I'm just a sexy boy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now play sexy boy. Now play sexy boy. Okay, you can understand my confusion. Okay. It sounds like a remix of the Bret Hart song. No. Okay. So there's that, and then... No. No, no, no. Yeah, now play, play the Bret one. Yeah, the exact same song. No, you're wrong. Okay. No, I don't hear it. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Dun, 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 dun. It's the exact same song. No, you're wrong. Bro, no, it's the no. same song. No, you're wrong. No. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, Bret Hart. Love him. Huge fan. <laughs> what? <laughs> you fans. <laughs> uh, Canada Walk of Fame inductee. The big celebration goes down Friday night at 8. You can watch that on CTV. Um, let me run through some stats. He's in the Canadian Wrestling Hall of Fame. Five-time WWE champion. Two-time Intercontinental champ. Two-time tag champ. Two-time King of the Ring winner. Royal Rumble winner. Two-time inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. Five-time Slammy Award winner. <laughs> From Calgary, Alberta. Brett the Hitman Hart. Should have had me induct them. Yeah, true. So I'm the wrestling fan. Tim Mori gets to talk to him. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it starts out the exact way you would think a 
non-wrestling fan would speak to Brett the Hitman Hart. Okay. Brett the Hartman Hit, dude, Oof. it is so good to chat with you again. Congratulations. How are you? So your question earlier is was... It, does he correct him? Because you called him Brett the Hartman Hit, and that's a pretty big screw-up. I would say more of a bigger screw up than confusing Brett's song for Sexy Boy. <laughs> so the question is, does Brett the, the Heartman hit correct, damn it, Maury? I'm going to say, given the given that it's for his induction into the Hall of Fame, it's sort of like a, it's a very coveted, prestigious opportunity. I don't think he wanted to cause beef. I'm going to say Brett the Heartman hit does not correct, damn it, Maury. Brett the Heartman hit, dude, it is so good to chat with you again. Congratulations. How are you? I'm doing really good, having a having a great year. Oh my God, a great <laughs> oh, year! Wow. Anything. Walk of Fame, oh, what a cool honor! Did you ever think something like this would happen? No, it's a, it's a huge thing for me. I, it's, you know, I've been celebrated a lot in the wrestling industry sometimes, and like the you know the the, the different uh, Hall of Fames with the WWE and whatnot, and which are all quite meaningful and important to me. But this is such a bigger thing. It's to be recognized by Canadians. And re- recognized for what I contributed in pro wrestling, which has never happened before. And, you know, it's just a, to be up there with so many great names and be the first wrestler to do it. Uh, you know, so many great legendary Canadians that are already on the Walk of Fame. And uh, it's just it's just a huge honor that uh, one that you never expect in your lifetime, for sure. So I think he was just being polite. Yeah. Is he the first wrestler in Canada's Walk of Fame? Is just he? being yeah. polite. Really, yeah. Now, what do you want to say to all of the people in, you know, Canada who are going to go and check out your star on Canada's Walk of Fame and might actually dare walk all over you? Um, you know, it's I haven't thought about that, but uh, I, I, I'll be very excited to see people walk all over me as much as they want. And, but Brad, uh, hold on. I thought that you would be upset and tell people how <laughs> dare you walk on me. You walk around my <laughs> star. Dare you. I'm more of a, you know, I took, I, I took a licking and I still keep taking kind of thing. Uh, you know, I, I'm used to getting walked on and I've grown accustomed to it. <laughs> and I feel, always want people to feel really comfortable. And, uh, I, you know, I'd be just honored anybody even walks up to, to, to my square. And my, my favorite, my favorite thing so far is Dammit Maury thinking that a professional wrestler's response to anything would be, "How dare you!" <laughs> is Dammit Maury talking to Brett? How dare you, Brett, man, So now that you have a star in Canada's Walk of Fame, are you going to use that to maybe get out of things like doing dishes and stuff at home? Being like, "Well, I, I can't. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm on the you. Walk of Fame. I don't do dishes." Well, I think you forget that I'm a wily old veteran now, and I know how to duck out of getting the dish. You know, I can talk my way out of that stuff pretty good now. So, but you know, uh, I, uh, you know, you're always the master, but there's always someone coming up from behind. So you never know. There you go, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, uh, inductee into the uh, Canada Walk of Fame. You can watch that broadcast Friday night at eight on CTV. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Yo, Samita! Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Um, last time we talked to you was in June, right? Yep. Yes, it was. So originally, just to bring people up to speed, originally what you wrote us, uh, <laughs> you were in a uh, trial separation uh, with your husband, nothing legal, and uh, uh-huh. you had just moved out three months prior to that. Um, mm-hmm. You were in Ottawa. You guys had two kids, uh, mm-hmm. and you said that the after having separated, this is the happiest you had been in eight years. However, you were mm-hmm. saying that your ex wanted to move to Toronto, and he wanted to yeah. take one of your boys with him, like split up your kids. Yeah. Uh, and you'd also told us you, in the meantime, had created 
created a Tinder account and uh, ended up finding a guy, and you are having the best sex that you have ever had in your <laughs> life. Girl. And uh, you wanted to know what you were supposed to do, and we, we sort of broke down, you know, with, like, separations, and, you know, yeah. you're, you're no good to anybody unless you are, you know, good uh, good to yourself. Also, and, you can't separate those kids. And, and, and yeah, oh, yeah. And, and, and your husband, like, wanted to, like, stay in the basement so you could still cook and clean for him. Like, there was a whole lot of stuff going on. So, yeah, um, I mean, so- not... Ross, not he stayed in the basement. Me stayed you in the stayed basement. in the basement. That's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wanted, oh, didn't he want you to like pay rent and stuff? Yes, yes. He, yeah, he, yeah. He wanted what you to pay loser. rent in his basement <laughs> so you could still cook and clean for him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I guess the big question is: uh, Did you go back to your husband? Oh my God! Thanks for talking to you and Mocha. No, I didn't go. You did not. I, no, I did not, because you guys convinced me that I am not the bad mother. I am not doing wrong, and my top priority was not to separate my boys. So I put my foot down. I didn't go, and I am very much here. I have my boys here, and look at my luck. He, I know he doesn't have it in him to go without me. I know he cannot take that responsibility by himself. He didn't go either. So I have my boys with me. I, I stayed here. I got a better job. And I am loving my life. Wow. Yo, what about your Tinder guy? Uh, what do you think? Are you, st- are you still are you still with him? Are you still with the Tinder guy? Of course. Oh! I am. <laughs> Yo, Samia, wow. I got to tell you, though, like, even on the phone with you, you sound way happier than you I did have. when we talked to you back in June. So things are going uh, beyond well with this Tinder guy. Yes, Mocha. I am oh, scared God. of love. No, I am scared of love with all the shit that I've gone through, body shame, yeah. and uh, so many things. I, I, I don't want to talk sad talks. But no, no, honestly, no, 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 it's, it's not, it's um, not, it's not sad. Trust me, trust yeah. me. You are the most relatable person on the radio right now. <laughs> Ross, but I'm going to give it one more time. I'm going to give it one more chance, and that's what I've been doing, and it works. I think that relationship works because we have a really good, uh, good communication. I know we are not obligated for anything. I know he doesn't pity me for the situation that I am in. Mm-hmm. He respects me for who I am. And, oh, my God, what else do I tell you? Oh, that's good. So, now, now, one of the other mm-hmm. kind of, like, serious things uh, mm-hmm. that we did talk about, because it is a separation with your husband and all this crap that he's trying to pull but uh, by separating the boys, separating your kids, and then having you, yeah. like, move into his basement, whatever, uh, yeah. we did advise you to get a lawyer to talk about yes all of that and the proper way to go about things just so that he doesn't take advantage. Your husband doesn't take yes. advantage of this situation that you guys are in. Did you end up getting a lawyer or speak to somebody? Uh, we have started uh, with uh, like through my family. I mean, knowing how Indians are, we are really not that forward when it comes to divorce and stuff, but we, I have started taking baby steps. We do have a mediator now. So we're trying to talk it out, like how do we settle things financially and with the kids and stuff. So we're taking baby steps. But I have started that because there's no reason I'm going back. And is the relationship with the Tinder guy still as spicy as it was when you first got together? <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It yes. just gets, it just nice. gets better. Yes. It just gets better. 
<laughs> nice. It's going to uh, be a good Christmas for Samita. Oh, yeah, really. <laughs> you sound like uh, you sound like a, a well-put-together, uh, content, happy, fierce woman right now who saw an yeah. opportunity to make your life and the life for your boys a little bit better. You took that jump, and uh, you're yeah. a success story. So congratulations. Thank you yeah. so much uh, for hanging out okay. with uh, with us and sharing every part of your life with us in the audience. Uh, and, and, and one more thing, Samita. If there's anybody listening right now who's saying, oh, my God, like what Samita's going through right now or what she went through in the summertime is exactly what I'm going through, what kind of advice yeah. can you give uh, to other people out there? All that I would say is believe in yourself. For a change, stop thinking about others. Think about yourself. Because what I learned from talking to Ross and Mocha, which only convinced me what I was but what I was thinking is that if I am happy, I can keep my boys happy. I yeah. can keep everyone happy around me. And thank you, thank you, thank you guys for, uh, you know, uh, making me believe that all the more. And I love you guys. Please tell Deepa, uh, give Deepa a hug. And I love you guys. All my love is for you guys. Oh, you're the uh, best. Thank you so much. Oh, I love you guys. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. All right, we are now officially nine days away from Christmas. He's Roz. I'm Mocha. It's crazy soon, man. Went to the LCBO already, picked everything up. The Lickbo? Yeah. Liquor store? Yeah. Did all the things? I actually did it last Thursday. Did, huh? Because I knew this week was going to be busy. Yeah. And then next week is just going to be bonkers. Yes, right? it will be. Get did you finish all, all of, of your shopping, everybody? Uh, yeah, everything's done. Yeah, I got a lot of I had a lot of Amazon boxes at the house last night. Mm. Stacks. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's yeah, what you good guys have... It. Do you share a Prime account, you and Catherine? Um, you can't because then she could see what you ordered. Uh, what do you mean? Do we share a Prime account? What do you mean? Like, like do I have my own Amazon account? Mm. Yeah. You have yours. Oh, she yeah. has hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, isn't yeah. it cheaper just to? I don't know. Have one account. We have know. separate in our house. Like how much Prime? cheaper? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like a hundred bucks cheaper. Oh, I don't know. For your yearly membership. I don't know. Or eighty bucks, whatever no it is. No clue. Oh. No idea. I don't so, want Matthew seeing what I order. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. No, no because so, I also like my, to have my own history, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, because I order a lot of like lawn stuff and I'm like, I need to, what is that thing that I got three years ago? Like, I don't want to have, I don't want to have, I don't want access to, it's not that I don't want her to have access to my Amazon. I don't or want access to her Amazon. You just don't see like all the nonsense that you're buying. No, I like mine. It's mine. It's gotcha. like my receipts and my history. Mm-hmm. Like you, it should just be yours. It shouldn't oh, be shared. Well, we have one, and anything that uh, so Jenna made like a lot of purchases from Amazon this year. Yeah. So any of the boxes that come to the house, I don't open. Like normally, like a box will show up. I'll yeah. open it, take flatten the box, put it in the garage. Right, right, right. So anything that shows up with her name, she takes care of. Anything that shows up that's not Amazon, that's addressed to me, she yeah. sets aside, and I take care of. Right, right. I don't think I ordered anything this year from Amazon. Christmas related. Oh, actually, no, I did. Yeah. And I let her know, hey, this box is going to be addressed to you. It's showing up today. Just don't open it. I understand when you order something from the States, right, where it's not through Amazon. You order yeah, something yeah, on a yeah, website yeah. and it ships from the States. I, I get that to get it across the border and everything else. You have to put a description on the label of what it is that you've shipped, right? Mm-hmm. You have to do that. I understand that. I got a box sent to the house the other day that was so detailed. Oh, really? Um, as far, like, I mean, like, 
it was it's a gift for Catherine, right? And it you could have just said like the name of the company? No, you could have just no. You have to because they say they need to say what it is on like the FedEx thing, right? Yeah. Let's okay. I'm going to tell you this. It just well, said lingerie. No, no. Let's say I bought her a spoon. Okay? okay, which I did not buy her a spoon, but let's just say I bought her a spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, you could put spoon, sure, on the label. What showed up on the label was like a point form version of like spoon, wood, nine inches long, curved handle with the grip, <laughs> customized, wow. monogram. Like they like basically everything that I had put out on the website, like all the things that you can fill out as yeah. options for things. Credit card number. Credit paid. card number. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they like they should have drive they could have had a picture of it's it is what they, they should have done. That's a big spoon. That's a well no, but I'm just saying, right? I'm like, don't do that because when packages come, yeah, it's right there under the name. It says Ros Weston and then it had everything like the Aww. description of the thing so that was there when the packages show up at at our place we'll say you can look at who it's to but yeah. sometimes much like you if it gives a description or it shows like uh where it came from don't yeah. look at that because no. then that may that will obviously give you uh indication as to where it came yeah. from so this is and another reason why Christmas living in a present. condo is great because all the packages go to the concierge and matthews stay with like i don't pick up matthews i only pick up my own but how do you know whose is whose because it, they log it that way, right? And also says on the box. So wait a second. Box. So if there's packages down at the at the concierge, you'll go down and pick up the ones that were sent to you, but you won't bring your this husband's of, mail up. This time of year, I'm not allowed to touch Matthew's box. <laughs> You're not allowed to touch his anything any other time of the year either, <laughs> right? He doesn't want you in his business. He, this is this Matthew's favorite time of year, yeah. right? Yeah. He can actually alone. put rules in the house that more he listens to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you see the story of that woman that uh, traded the um, bobby pin for a house? Excuse me? So do you remember the story of one red paper clip? So one mm. red paper clip happened years ago. It was a guy. Was it was Facebook? A, no, no. It was a oh. Canadian guy. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see if I can even figure out when this was because it was a long time ago. Hold on here. Mm, Canada, one, eh? Yeah, eh? Oh, of course it was a red. What was it? Uh, 2005 paper? is okay. when it started. So, red paper um, clip, so, eh? so, so this guy, uh, a guy named Kyle McDonald, um, he wanted to find out if he could trade one red paper clip for a house. And it How? took and, and, and it took him a year by trading up, right? So, oh, not. No, no, no. Here's a paper clip. No. Let me get the keys to that house. No. So Trading he, for other items. Exactly, right? So he started okay. with one red paper clip. Now, he did it in a year with 14 transactions. Wow. Okay. And so he traded the paper clip for a pen and then the pen for a doorknob and the door, doorknob for a uh, Coleman camping stove light uh, and then an empty keg and then um, a Budweiser sign and then a skidoo. Um, or a Budweiser sign? That's a pretty big trade-off. Yeah, but it was like a rare sort of Budweiser sign. And then, and then he got like a trip somewhere that he traded that for. And then eventually he got upped into like rare items where he wound up trading, uh, something with 
someone for an afternoon with Alice Cooper. I guess there was like some charity thing that somebody won. And then he traded that for some really expensive kiss memorabilia. And then he traded the kiss memorabilia to uh, an actor who was also a fan of kiss for a role in a movie. And then he traded that role walk on role in a movie for a house in Saskatchewan. So he was all over North America doing this. But at some point in that story, in his trading news got out that there's this guy from Canada. It was huge. It was huge at the time. So people were obviously trading with him because they knew of the story and wanted to be a part of right. making him get his house, yeah. so, right? being so, part of that story. So now it's happened again. There was a 30-year-old woman on TikTok named uh, uh, Demi Skipper mm-hmm. who um, did it in 28 trades. So she okay. started with a bobby pin. Uh-huh. And then Does it say what she Yeah, earrings, eyeglasses was in there, and then she traded for a vacuum. There was a snowboard. Um, and then she went up to larger items, uh, like a she got a, a small car and then a tractor and something called a Chipotle celebrity card, which I don't know what that is, but I guess it's like unlimited Chipotle and it's yeah. worth twenty like grand. Gold status. Right. Yeah, so yeah, gold yeah. status at Chipotle, and then she traded that for like a really cool van with Tesla solar panels on the top and somebody Hold on a Chipotle card and then you level up to a, a vehicle? Yeah, but a like solar power vehicle? But, but somebody who doesn't want that but they're like, you know what? I will give up this cool van with Tesla solar panels for like free Chipotle for life. Of course, if I they guess. don't need the van anymore. And then I guess somebody who owned a small house in Tennessee that needed a lot of work and then she wound up who they were like, I don't want a house anymore. Maybe I want to do hashtag van life for a while. Yeah. And so in 28 trades, she started with a bobby pin and got the house. So this is her this is her video of when she first I guess meets her house. For the last year and a half, I've been on a quest to trade a single bobby pin up until I get to a house. After 28 trades and all the ups and downs, I finally did it. Okay. We're walking up to it. This feels so surreal. Oh my god. I can't believe this. A year and a half of trading a single bobby pin until I get a house. And I've done it. <laughs> this just shows you it's possible. Wow. Isn't that so crazy? Is she going to keep the house or do you think she's going to so, trade so it up? She says that she's going to, she lives in California, but she says that she's going to move to Tennessee to fix the house up. Now, I don't know yeah. whether she's going to stay there full time or whether once the house is going to be fixed up, oh, what she'll she, flip it. what she'll then, will she flip it or will she trade it for something even cooler? <laughs> Like, what can you trade a fully renovated house in Tennessee for, I wonder? Like a yacht? Right? Yeah. What's that? Chipotle for life, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Winnipeg, your Blue Bombers are home and ready to celebrate today. IG Field, it's going down. It is going to be so friggin' loud, dude. So everything kicks off at uh, 6 o'clock a couple of days after. Like, it's still fresh. I like when it's a fresh celebration. Uh, As you said, uh, down at uh, IG Field and um, uh, Mayor Brian Bowman, who we've talked to on the Raza Mocha show uh, before, obviously, uh, I I was going to say huge fan of this show, but obviously huge fan of... uh, 
the, the bombers as well. Oh, I guess yeah. you could say that, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> he was there. He was there when the bombers won. But two in a row, uh, getting to celebrate like this, like it is just such a rare and incredible sort of uh, achievement and then having no great cup last year because of COVID to do it this way. This is this is a hell of a day. Uh, if you're heading down there, by the way, it's free for everyone. Gates open at 5 o'clock. Uh, if you don't have any Grey Cup merch, but you feel like you want to be a part of all the action, yeah. don't worry about it. Down at IG Field, they got the uh, the merch set up for you. Um, Dan Murray caught up with Mayor Brian Bowman um, just to talk about everything that's happening today and also the feelings that Bombers fans right across Winnipeg uh, still have. Oh my God, it's the mayor of Winnipeg. Mayor, it is so awesome <laughs> to chat with you. So do I call you like your lordship or can I just call you Brian? What do we do? <laughs> you can call me the mayor of, uh, of a city that's won back-to-back Grey Cup champions. What does this mean to you? You know what? I'm a season ticket holder, so I was a long-suffering fan when we had our drought of 29 years. Uh, obviously, that lifted in Calgary when we destroyed the Hamilton Tiger Cats. This game was a lot tighter, and they showed up to play. Credit to them and their organization, but it was great that we were able to, uh, to get another win and bring the, the Grey Cup back home to Winnipeg where it belongs. So Oof. I kind of I kind of <laughs> trolled Maury. Oh, okay. Because the next thing that you're going to hear him talk to, <laughs> talk to the mayor about, yeah. I told him <laughs> that at Grey Cup celebrations yeah. that the winning city, yeah. it's typical that the mayor yeah. wears a Grey Cup uh, tiara. Oh, so like, <laughs> is it is it one giant gray cup tiara? Or is it a tiara with tiny little gray cups all around it? Well, I didn't get into that. Oh, okay. Into those <laughs> you didn't talk design. No. Oh, okay. So guess what Maury brought up with the mayor. Okay. All right. You know what? In preparation of you being there, do you have prepared and shined your gray cup tiara? <laughs> and I'm assuming sash too. I I don't have that, but I do have a a, a lucky. Winnipeg Blue Bomber leather jacket that I wore in 2019 and I slept with it last week because I I wanted it to bring good luck to our team and I wore it there at the game I was on field side wearing it so that's my lucky charm I'm you know I'm I'm thrilled that I'll be wearing that uh, tonight I'm very disappointed though I mean I'm sure the jacket looks fabulous but I'm quite disappointed (laughs) that I'm not going to see the mayor in a tiara and a sash yeah, I don't have a tiara. I, I do have a sash, but it's a Métis sash, but I don't have a tiara. So I, I don't know if you guys have one you can lend me, but, uh, you know, if you send me one, I'll, I'll wear it. Yo, <laughs> like, so good. Like, he didn't even he didn't even flinch, right? He didn't want to say and break Maury's heart to be like, like honestly, bro, this, this because, thing is a great cup tiara. Well, because you have to understand, in Maury's world, there are very huge differences between uh, tiara guys and leather guys. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Like, and, you, know, you know what I mean? Right? That's <laughs> Dammit Mori with uh, Mayor Brian Bowman. Why did the football coach go oh, to the yeah. bank? Oh, oh yeah. So oh, this for is, God's sake. I know. Mori was, like, was like, do you think the mayor would like it if, uh, if I did some football jokes? Yes. And I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. Of course, dude. Why did the football coach go to the bank? Why? To get his quarterback. Huh. Okay. <laughs> That's, you must be a dad as well. Well, I, I am a paw rent of my little puppy, so. <laughs> yeah, that's 
that's a dad joke. That's, a, that's like right at my caliber. Jeez, man. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Brian Bowman. Uh, always appreciate you giving us time here on the Raz and Moga Show. Uh, once again, the big celebration, IG Field, gates open at 5. Your party starts at 6 o'clock. It is going to be insane. Congratulations once again to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers who are back-to-back Grey Cup champs. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Mm. All right, uh, there's something I want to talk about. We couldn't bring it up yesterday because I know it was a very sensitive uh, subject for one person in this room, but I feel like enough time has passed we might all be able to discuss. Oh, no. Depot was very upset yesterday. Oh, why? And uh, really in her feelings that I feel that now... You were A-OK to discuss, Deepa? I think so. I'm in a better place than yesterday, but I'm still really upset. Oh, God. What happened? So even though Deepa was on the air with us yesterday, I knew that we couldn't talk about it. You see Deepa's okay. wearing her, her racing jacket yes. today. Still Mercedes. very proud. Sunday right. was uh, F1. I oh, think for God's was... sake. Are you upset about the race? Yes. Oh, I'm God. So upset. Okay. So on, on we had Sunday, to wait a day. We had to. Yeah. We had to wait a day. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, because Deepa wasn't ready to talk about it. No, that. I wasn't. Bro, I just honestly, Deepa, I just looked over at your hand to see if you were still wearing your wedding ring. Oh, what? Why was <laughs> right? that the first thing you thought of? Because we had to Count wait. You were so upset about something, <laughs> right? Yeah. You were so upset about something that we had to wait a day. And then Mocha said, if you notice, Deepa is wearing her. And then I was like, oh, my God, oh. the ring. Okay. No, no. Jacket. It's a race. It's a race jacket. jacket. Okay. So, I was really upset. Okay. Let's talk about the race. <sighs> the big. It was the final race of the season. Correct? Final race. Championship uh-huh. race. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis <sighs> Hamilton was racing for his eighth world championship title, which would have mm-hmm. broken records, yes. right? Yeah. Like yes. he would have been a real legend at that point. Um, but I think that the FIA, which is like the governing body and race control, totally screwed up the championship race. And the problem is they have made several horrible, horrible decisions throughout the entire F1 season this year. And I think they made a terrible one during the championship race. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell, and we've learned this before, that mm-hmm. Deepa is a huge fan yes. of F1 racing. I love F1. One of the uh, videos I found on YouTube that's still trending right now, right? the title reads, was Lewis Hamilton robbed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it says here, so the race started, and by the end of turn seven, uh, we had our first bit of controversy yes. regarding Lewis Hamilton. So he was your favorite racer. My by the favorite way. racer. I'm a really big Lewis Hamilton fan, mind you. Max Verstappen, who won the championship from Red Bull Racing, deserved it. He is also a great racer, but Lewis, I think, should have gotten it. The, the thing that I've heard is that the governing body. It looked like that they took it upon themselves to give the world a new champion. Yes, and they went out of their way to make sure that happened. Yes, so they actually broke one of their own regulations during the race. So what right. happened was there was a crash when there was five laps left. Mm-hmm. And they needed to clear all the debris, so they deploy a safety car. When there's a safety car, cars have to reduce their speed. They cannot overtake, right? Mm -hmm. And they need to make sure that all the debris is cleared. However, at this time, you are allowed to pit to change your tires. Right. When you change your tires and you have a fresh new set, you're much faster than everybody else on the grid. Duh. Yeah, duh. Max Verstappen was doing that. Uh Uh, Lewis couldn't because if he pitted, he would come out behind Max. And if there was a race restart and the safety car was removed, he would lose because he's behind Max at that point. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't an option. It's standard procedure that if there's a safety car... Um, the cars that have been lapped are then allowed to pass the safety car, unlap themselves, so it's a clean start, right? Lap 56, 
it's coming down to like the end of this. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Look at Roz right now. Right. Ro- Roz checked no, out a long time so, ago. No, listen, I'm very go, interested. Tell, I'm very interested. No, no, no. So, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Don't look. Don't worry about me. Okay, like close to the end of the race now. Uh, race control is like, nah, the lapped cars cannot unlap themselves. We're going to continue as, mm. you know, as we're going right now. And at that point, Mercedes is like, we're going to win. The safety car is going to remain out. Therefore, Lewis Hamilton will come in first because that is the order right now. However, second to last lap of the race, uh, they're like, okay, we're going to let these uh, lapped cars through. And the regulation is if the safety car is removed, sorry, if the lapped cars are allowed to pass through, the safety car is removed at the end of the next lap, which would have been the final lap of the race and Mm -hmm. Lewis would have won. And that didn't happen. That didn't happen. They said, okay, lapped cars can pass, and they removed the safety car right away, which means Max was side-by-side with Lewis with new tires. Lewis, I think his tires were like 39 laps in. There's no way that he could have actually had a proper race with Max at that point. So Max won the championship, and everyone was like, that's actually like they broke uh, one of the regulations. 48.12. That is the regulation that they broke, and they're trying to fight that uh-huh. now to reverse. So the, what? So now, are you like writing a letter to F one or an email? I'm considering or? it. Mm-hmm. I think taking the championship away from Max would be kind of mean because mm-hmm. he does deserve it. He is a great racer, but like Lewis, man, like he should have won okay. that race. So the question is, now that you got that all out in the open, yeah. do you feel better? Why did? Why wasn't this? Why didn't you just call us for vented moments? Like we do a thing where you could have just gone on. Am I allowed to call into our own station and say, "Hey, <laughs> I have not? a vented yeah, moment"? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can really. Do anything you want to do? I'll I'll note that for next time. Yeah, like you if you're better? really pissed off about this, you can go out of the room right now, call us, and use a fake voice and say the whole thing all over again. Let's do that. Now we go. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Melanie, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you guys? Good, good, good. Um, what's on your mind today? Good. Well, um, my husband, uh, is he's, got, he's just really tired all the time, and I'm always stuck doing the housework at home. And baby stuff. So, yeah. So you wrote us this. Uh, Razamoka yeah. fixed my life. My husband has developed uh, sleep apnea, and he's just been a lump on a log. What are you doing right now? Where are you? Sorry, I'm walking my dog. Yeah, he's don't walk your dog. Bowie, Go home. Okay. No, she don't want to be know, at home. But, I know why you're okay. out, because you don't want your husband to hear that you're talking to us. Thank you. Okay, yeah, but yes. stop, okay, st- st- tie the dog to a tree, walk away 20 feet, keep an eye on the dog, okay. talk to us, okay? Is he that loud? Okay. It's, it's like, you just, it's rude. Like, just don't. Oh wow. Okay. Ro- Roz is going to be on tomorrow's FML. I'm going to have to help him out. Okay. <laughs> He's so cute. You I don't. Can, I don't. Don't do that. Don't don't and don't send me a picture of your cute dog and make okay. me feel like a like a jerk. Okay. okay? Roz, please continue. Okay. Uh, you said Roz Amoka yeah. fixed my life. Um, I'm super rude because I call people and I'm completely distracted uh, with everything in. Oh, that's not a wrong one. Sorry. Oh my God, okay. That's not mine. Sorry. 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 You want oh to say hi, Bowie? No, I can't. <laughs> nobody wants to talk to your dog. Okay, nobody wants to talk to your dog. All right. Okay. okay. 
yeah, no wonder your husband pretends he's tired all the time. Um, okay, uh, you wrote us this. Uh, you wrote us this. Razamoka fixed my life. My husband has developed sleep apnea, and he's just been a lump on a log at home for maybe two years now. I support him 100%, uh, but I find that all the housework and chores and watching our five-year-old son is all on me. That's a tough spot to be in. Uh, is there anything I can do to somehow meet in the middle with him uh, and still be supportive or get him to step up? Everything that you said to us in this note, have you said the exact same thing to him? Yes, like many, many times um, ever since we like when we wanted a baby, um, we also have two cats and, and our dog. And so like a lot going on in the house yeah. um, and we have alternate shifts too. So the sleeping like for both of us is, is um, really off, um, but it's, it's gotten worse um, since our five-year-old, you know, he's, he, he wants constant attention. He wants us to play with him. And, um, and then we have to do all the responsibilities with the animals and um, groceries and food and laundry and all that stuff, right? Is, 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 I, I don't know a lot about the, I don't know a lot about sleep apnea or, or the sort of various versions of it or severity or, um, but what you're seeing right now, like, is this something that he has a choice to do or not to do? Because, like, it, is, is his lack of energy and his unwillingness to help out and his unwillingness to sort of be present for the five-year-old and the cats and the dog and you, is this a choice he's making or is this something that he needs help with and that's the sort of road that you guys need to go down? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. That's a good point. Um, I try to, like, help him figure out what it is that he needs help with. Like, I know he's really, really tired, but I try to understand, like, is it is it because you don't really want to help take the garbage out, or mm-hmm. is it because you, you don't want to um, give us like the caring that we all need and stuff? Like, I I don't know. And I've had m- numerous talks with him about it. Like, we're very open with each other, and he's just so tired. Even when he talks, he's just tired. If I text him like uh, a good morning message, like a nice long, like not really long, but a nice detailed message, he'll respond like, yeah, like. Mm-hmm. It, not like even the full word. It's just YA, and that's it. And I'm like, I want more. Like, I want, I want to know more. Like, is, is the baby okay? Is is he? You know, like, is is there something else going on? Is he? Is he? Is he dealing with any sort of depression? Do you know? I think that too. I mean, I I, I did ask him about how he's feeling. If he's upset, like not upset, but just down about things, and he says he feels okay. He just thinks that something's wrong with his brain, and. I mean, we've tried. He's tried many doctors to get different points of views. Mm-hmm. He's done three sleep studies. I think that the yeah. sleep issue might be a symptom of something else, though. He's seen doctors, but has he talked to, mm-hmm. um, like, a therapist, maybe, or or a counselor, or anything like that, to get him to figure out if maybe it's something that he's actually feeling, feeling that maybe he doesn't feel comfortable talking to you about, or he doesn't feel comfortable opening Mm up uh, just in general. And maybe he needs somebody like a professional to help him navigate with those feelings. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I I thought about that too. I I thought maybe there there was more deeper than what it is. Mm -hmm. And he, he doesn't know. He, he's trying to understand it too. Like he's, he's, he's done therapy before when he was younger, but I think that's um, I think that that's where you start. I don't yeah. think that because uh, yeah. uh, when when you are when you're in in that situation and you know especially at the end of the day like when you lie down and your head hits the pillow and you're in hell and 
yeah. you're, you just second guess everything. And although he loves you and he loves the kids and the cats and the dog, you know, you start looking at your life like maybe, you know, you went down a wrong road. It doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. It doesn't mean that he doesn't want you guys, but you're just yeah. in a hole. And when you get in a hole and you, you, you figure out that best case scenario is you're always going to be looking at the top, that there is no way to climb out. Um, you sort of just manage at that point. And, and, and sleep is one of the things that is affected greatly by that kind of stress. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll talk to him. Does that give a little bit of clarity, Melanie? It does. It does. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I didn't. Yeah. I'll, I'll make him listen to this part of the podcast and, no, no, no. Don't make him ask him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, don't want him to, you don't want him to feel like you're like forcing him to do stuff, all right? Yeah. I know you're right. Okay. Ask all right. him. Yeah. All right, Melanie. Sending you and your family okay. a lot of love. Thank you so much. Thank you, too. And I just want to say, Maury, he's so, he's so on top of things and so organized. Uh, like, he's, he's such a good guy, you know? <laughs> Hold on, Melanie, was this a massive, like, are you friends with Maury? Was this a massive troll job to get you on the radio so that you could, so that you you could throw some compliments at Maury? No, we're not friends. No. Oh, sorry, Maul. Sorry, dude. Oh, no. Maury, 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 wait a second. Hold on a second. Wait a second, Melanie. Maury, Maury, according to, uh, according to you, are you and Melanie friends? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay, <laughs> good. Oh, okay, 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 good. Okay, good. All right, thank you, Melanie. But it's fun to talk. Okay, thanks, everyone. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. Last Thursday, the Kanye West Drake concert that took place in L.A., mm-hmm. the Free Larry Hoover benefit concert that we then found out was going to be streaming on Amazon. Yeah. Drake is not on the stream version now. Oh, he's not. At all. What do you mean? Sorry. Correction. Not at all. There's the footage of Drake and Kanye coming out on stage together. Okay. They have the footage of Drake and Kanye performing the song Forever together, which people were like going nuts over. They're both featured on that one Drake song. Yeah. But then Drake's entire set is not on Amazon Prime. It's been removed or it's been, I guess, re-edited to not include anything of Drake's solo performance from that concert. So if you're going to go, if you still haven't seen the concert and you're looking to stream it on Prime, mm-hmm. you won't find anything from Drake. Is it because they wouldn't pay the licensing? Here's the thing. Um, so some theories that are like fan, the internet detectives, mm-hmm. said that maybe Drake and Kanye had another falling out. I can't see that happening. Maybe. I don't know. Um, or that Drake only gave, or Drake's organization only gave permission for the live stream Mm -hmm. of performances only Mm -hmm. and nothing after that. Mm -hmm. No streaming afterwards. Because I don't know if he still has his deal. He had like a pretty big deal with Apple Music like forever ago. I don't know if that ran out. And if that is any type of conflict, but uh, if you go to stream the, the Kanye Free Larry Hoover concert on Prime, you won't see Drake. I just confirmed, which is really weird because the morning after... I went on Amazon Prime because I needed to watch some I mean, more. You of just it. confirm, but Drake? No, no, confirmed that it's not there. But the weird part is the I next day. I confirmed by telling the story at the very. No, but beginning. then I reconfirmed you by going. But the next morning, <laughs> I. <laughs> but it no. But my point is, it was there the next day when they posted it. It was all there. So it's since changed since the next day of them posting it. 
So they repo like they reposted it in edited version. But the next day when it was there, the whole thing oh, was yeah. there. Yes, the entire thing, I that's guess, for I'm 24 saying. hours was there because right. it happened so late, right? It happened at 11 o'clock at well, night. Well, that's the thing is that, and, and also that came together quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Like with, as far as the, because they only announced that it was going to be on Prime. I mean, the deal could have been done earlier, but they only announced that it was going to be on Prime a couple of days before that show even Correct. happened. And so if they were still negotiating other parts of the deal, so if they nailed the streaming and then they were still working with Drake's people on the licensing for the songs for forever on the platform, if that fell apart, yes, they would re-edit and remove him Mm -hmm. from those things. Because he only, outside of God's Plan, and then I can't remember what the other song was, an older track, Drake only performed songs off his latest album, Certified Lover Boy. He right. didn't dip into the archives and play or perform any of his older, like bigger songs. Whereas yeah. Kanye, during his set, he kind of ran through like his biggest, mm-hmm. like his greatest hits, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's interesting um, that, and this is something like this has happened before. And I, I'm trying to remember what it was, where there was something that was posted and then it was just straight up re edited. Uh, and then the original version is just no longer there. Like this has happened before and it came down to, it came down to licensing. Mm. It came down to, it always comes down to money, right? Yeah, of course. And, and, and whether there is a fight between Drake and Kanye, you know, that may also be about money because mm-hmm. let's say it's Kanye's deal and it's up to Kanye's production company to then pay out Drake. Right. Like, who knows? I, you don't know where that money's coming from or who who owes who money. Sure. Um, but it always comes down to money. So if you go on there, it's not there anymore. Like, there's no, no the big Drake. So if you want to go Kanye and, and, show, and, there's and no Drake stream. The only portion of Drake that you will get on the Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, ben Affleck talking to Howard Stern yesterday. Who? Ben Affleck. This is That's uh, not how Snoop says it. I know he's out promoting the movie uh, The Tender Bar, which he was nominated for a Golden Globe, as we did hear from Snoop when he read out the nominations. Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck. Can you play the whole thing for me? Yeah. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. My fault. <laughs> Sorry about that, Ben. Ben Affleck, the tender bar. <laughs> okay, so that's what it is, the tender bar. Ben uh, Affleck. Uh, ben Affleck is uh, getting slammed by people online, not that that matters. Why? Uh, well, because he did this interview with Stern, and a lot of it was real great. He talked about his um, uh, sort of relationship with J-Lo. Let's, let's play the J-Lo clip first because we know they're together, right? Do you have mm-hmm. that? Hold on. Hold on. I'll let you find it. Um, we know that J-Lo are together, and we've talked a lot on this show, and people hated Benefer version one. Like, they hated Benefer mm-hmm. version one. There was a – Kevin Smith tells that story that when they did Jersey Girl, um, Jennifer uh, Lopez's character was supposed to die in the – like, at the 45-minute mark of the movie or something like that. And the studio saw saw the, the film, an early cut of the film, and said, kill her sooner – because oh, they really? couldn't they couldn't stand seeing fans when they tested it with audiences they couldn't stand seeing Jennifer uh, Lopez and Ben Affleck on camera together so he had to kill her in the first 15 minutes of the movie like that's how much people hated them Spoiler so alert, so here's you haven't seen the movie so here's Ben Affleck on uh, his reluctance to maybe rekindle things with Jennifer Lopez with Jennifer was there hesitation on your part because now you're a dad it crossed my mind for sure 
I am hurt and angry and disappointed and felt like a fool. I would say it was about 50%. Like right. the idea that people hate you and they hate you together and that being together is poison and ugly and toxic and thing none of us want to be part of and who the would want to have them to dinner and what the are they doing together? It just, oh, wow. you, know, you know, normal life, you get, you know, you find out somebody's, you know, talks about you at a dinner party, you get offended. My response to my children is the highest responsibility I have. So nothing, I don't do anything that's painful or destructive to them if I can help it. That being said, I know that my life affects them. I dropped my son off at school two days ago, and he's the only one who will kind of talk about he's nine years old, and there's a bunch of the older boys out there doing some toy drive or something, and they heard him go, like, oh, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck. And my kid looks at me and goes, hashtag welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit slurry, am I? Is that just me, or is he a bit slurry, right? Yeah? Um, uh, and then this is the clip here that uh, fans have been really going in on Ben Affleck for. So he was talking about um, getting sober and his drinking. Mm -hmm. And he had said that uh, one of the reasons why he was drinking so heavily was because he was unhappy in his marriage. And fans took that as to say that he was basically blaming Jennifer Garner and his marriage on uh, his alcohol dependence. So listen to this. I'd probably still be drinking. Part of why I started drinking alcohol was I was trapped. I was like, I can't leave because of my kids, but I'm not happy. What do I do? And what I did was like, you know, drink a bottle of scotch or fall asleep on the couch, which turned out not to be the solution. You don't really understand. I have had depression. I've been on antidepressants for 25 years. I really believe in them. I got sober, sober for a year, year and a half. I wanted to be sober. I committed to it. And the problem with that fight is like, you can win a thousand times. You only have to give in once. You're never going to win all the time. Right. Right. Wow. So that's the clip that uh, a lot of people are going in on Ben Affleck for. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, can we, uh, let's talk Ben Affleck real quick here. Okay. Um, because, can you, Maury, can you find that clip from yesterday, the, the one that, um, when he was on Stern, talking about uh, drinking and Jennifer Garner? Oh, no, no, Do you still have that there? Because this, yeah. the, we, we talked, oh, yeah, I have that. We touched on this and it really, really exploded um, yesterday, which was Ben Affleck was doing an interview with uh, Howard Stern and, um, talked about drinking and he was talking about his relationship with Jen Garner and how he felt trapped and that the marriage had devolved into him drinking a bottle of scotch every night and falling asleep on the couch. And he had said that if he was still with Jen Garner, that he would still be drinking. And the headlines from that became uh, Ben Affleck blamed his drinking on Jennifer Garner. So here's the clip. I'd probably still be drinking. Part of why I started drinking alcohol was I was trapped. I was like, I can't leave because of my kids, but I'm not happy. What do I do? And what I did was like, you know, drink a bottle of scotch and fall asleep on the couch, which turned out not to be the solution. You don't really understand. I have had depression. I've been on antidepressants for 25 years. I really believe in them. I got sober for a year, year and a half. I wanted to be sober. I committed to it. And the problem with that fight is like, you can win a thousand times. You only have to give in once. You're never going to win all the time. Right. So it, it, it made it sound like if you listen to like the whole clip, I mean, it's a very long interview, but if you listen to the whole clip, he never says like Jennifer Garner was the reason I drank. Mm -hmm. um, 
And it was far more nuanced and complicated than that, than the headlines would have you would have you story, believe. Yeah. But that was the that was the that was the story. And then people started going in on him because, you know, he had said the headline was that if I was still with Jennifer Garner, I'd be drinking. And then people started to point out that, you know, three years after they broke up, Jennifer Garner drove Ben Affleck to rehab. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like they split and he stopped drinking. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. No. Right. So the idea that if they were still together, he would be drinking made it sound like, you know, when I got out of there, I stopped drinking. And that's Mm -hmm. just not the that's just not the case. So last night on Colbert, because this was a wild day uh, that Ben Affleck went through yesterday. Um, So on uh, on was it Colbert? Who was he on? No, Kimmel. 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 So last night uh, with Kimmel, uh, Ben Affleck sort of tries to clarify what he had said about drinking and uh, and Jen Garner. He said that I had blamed my ex-wife for my alcoholism. And that I was trapped in this marriage. Like, just made me out to be like the worst, most insensitive, stupid, awful guy. I get it. Me, I'm happy to be sad, Batman. I'm happy to be Dunkin' Donuts and the mean. I understand. <laughs> really, like, it's about my kids. I gotta just draw a line. It's the exact opposite of who I am, what I believe, and I would never want my kids to think I would ever say a bad word about their mom because this really upset you. I mean, obviously, it hurts my feelings, right? So you have to clarify. Yeah. Because, and he had to like right away oh, because that story was yeah. literally everywhere yeah. all day and yeah. night. And I, and I, geez, it's such a difficult thing to talk about too. And when you're mm-hmm. doing these interviews like you do with Howard, you know, where you're talking for two hours, right? Yeah. It's like you say stuff. And if this isn't a story that you've told over and over and over again, like it's not a rehearsed story. It's like yeah. he's going into feelings at this point. Maybe stuff he's only talked about with close friends or a therapist. And to say this stuff out loud, the first first time is very difficult and if you're not perfect like if your story isn't bulletproof um people pull it apart so yeah. then you have to you know you got a brand new movie and now you got to spend time on kimmel you know clarifying you know what you said talking and, about that and, and not and the movie yeah, that you're there and you're not on. you know and you're not a monster but um but no people are i think this is going to be the turning point where people uh turn once again on uh benifer oh no i do really? uh, absolutely this is right now this is the turning point of where people start to hate them this time like they did the first time around the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast hello hello here we go uh hey mocha yeah you ready uh-huh let's do the news the Roz and mocha show podcast news break uh jesse smollett found guilty yesterday by jury in uh chicago on uh five of the six felony counts that he staged the uh hate crime uh, when he said that he got mugged and two guys yelled, "This is MAGA country!" and um, is he going to jail for this now? No, I know it'll be community. Oh. It'll be community service. I mean, I there's it's so. First of all, if you go through and read the details of what he said on the stand, like yeah. like legal experts are like the world, the the law world is baffled because he said stuff he didn't need to say. But it was oh. it's and it's all ego, right? Like I know a lot of the narrative is that you know Jesse Smollett faked this to start a race war. That's not the case. That may have happened had he faked this after George Floyd was killed. Sure, but Jesse Smollett didn't do this to start a race war. Jesse Smollett did this for a raise. Yeah, he wanted to up right? his career. Yeah, he wanted he wanted more money from Empire. That's Man. that's why this all went down. I bet you. What do you think the chances are, Shem Mocha? Let yes. me ask you this. If Ryan Murphy does American Crime Story, the Jesse Smollett story, you think Jesse Smollett auditions to play Jesse Smollett? Oh, of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows me better than me? 
opportunity of a Yo, lifetime. I might audition. <laughs> like, guys, I could give you so many details. Man, I'm telling you, it is like when you go through and you read what he said on the stand, like people yeah. just don't do that to themselves. No. Like nobody goes on the stand in their own defense and says that much. Yeah. Like you said a lot. Like he was like people like so uh what you know are so what you're telling me is that uh you picked up the phone and you called your manager he's like yeah and the day before i was doing drugs yeah. and the day before <laughs> i was doing this like he admitted to all sorts of other illegal stuff that he wasn't even accused of <laughs> you idiot it's a wild story you idiot. Uh, the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, last night uh, was the big Kanye and Drake um, concert on uh, Amazon Prime to free uh, Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover, by the way, because they didn't explain it during the show. Like there was no, no moment where Kanye grabbed the mic and said, hey, why we're here tonight. So um, Larry Hoover, 71, um, he's in a Supermax in Colorado, which is the most secure prison in all of America. He's been there for like, I don't even know, like 50 years or something like that. Um, and he was one of the leaders of the Chicago gang called the Gangster Disciples. This is back in the 70s. And in 1973, he's convicted of ordering the killing of a 19-year-old. Uh, and then in 97, he was given six more life sentences after being found guilty uh, of a federal drug conspiracy and basically still running his operation in Chicago from prison. And so then, what do I want to free him for? And then he appealed, and he in July he lost the appeal, and a judge at that time, uh, when they rejected the appeals, said uh, that uh, Larry Hoover was one of the most notorious criminals in Illinois history, and um, that so it, why, even given understand. his particularly grim con- situation right now, that they do consider him an active risk of harm. Uh, because it's it's excessive sentencing, so the, the oh. idea that somebody's doing 300 years, and they say that him being inside, that you know, there's no sort of risk to anyone or anything if he was released, given the original. There's a discrepancy as to how to treat the charges, I guess, gotcha. right? Okay. Uh, and Kanye from Chicago, like people in Chicago love Larry Hoover, right? Mm-hmm. Like that often happens in, in neighborhoods when you have somebody yeah. in that sort of position. Um, but the show, although they didn't say much, this is the uh, one moment where Drake addressed the crowd. I just want to say. I appreciate Kanye for having me here tonight, you know. It's important that we make this happen. This is like, you know, when we were walking through the uh, archway right there, it felt surreal. It felt like a dream or something I always wanted to do, you know, be on stage with one of my idols while he's running through one of the best catalogs of music period. So I appreciate y'all tonight. And uh, Kanye took a moment in that show. The the one thing that he did do, the one tweak that he did make was he um, was doing uh, one of his tracks and he changed the lyric to run right back to me to uh, include Kim. I don't know if you oh. I don't know if you caught this during the show last night, but he added um, Kim into the into the lyrics. Listen to this. More specifically, Kimberly. Oh, more specifically, Kimberly. Okay, okay. Not the strongest singer in that clip, though, huh? No. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Sham, help me out here. 
Like he needs an auto tune back. I can't help you there, man. <laughs> no, He's terrible. You, okay, thank you. Uh, but the big moment, as uh, as Mocha, you were going on uh, all morning. That uh, the the sort of exciting, you know, end to all of this was uh, Drake and Kanye uh, doing Forever, right? Mm-hmm. It may not mean nothing this our last one, baby. Thank you. Make some noise for Drake hey. up in this. So people are all all over Twitter right now. This is the one clip that they're sharing. Some people sound great together. I don't know if they sound great together. Do you during that? During that performance, yeah. that particular one, not really. Yeah, because like some people, like the way just their, I don't know what you like, what you call it, just like they match energy when you're up there with somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you sort of you need to almost in a way. It was weird watching this last night and hearing Drake sing over Drake. Like he yeah, didn't but, have oh, an that instrument. happens all the time. Artists though. do that but all Kanye the time. Kanye yeah, had like an instrumental track. Drake sang to himself. Oh yeah, that's what you're gonna what you're gonna do, right? That's just the that's the world right now. What did you think of that performance, Mocha? I like seeing. I I'm a big fan of both of them, yeah. right? And I like seeing the two of them share a stage again. So okay, so yes, yeah, so the seeing only thing them I share a stage was far more. Uh, that was the the sort of moment as opposed to how they sounded together. Correct. Right. Yeah, it was just it's it was all about the moment as opposed right. to the performance. The show looked cool though. Yeah, like they the show like, looked. I think it was like ten oh million dollars or something. Well, that's why you you realize after the fact you're like, oh my god, we need like Amazon Prime or somebody to buy this because, like, we just spent a lot of money yeah. on the concert. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so, last week when Kanye and Drake did that uh, concert, and during the show. Uh, Kanye changed the lyrics to Runaway to uh, call Kim to run back to me, if you remember that. specifically Kimberly. So that went that was Thursday night when Kanye did that. She was at the show too, wasn't she? She was at the show, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. And then on uh on Friday She ran back to him. They no, back together. she did not. She filed uh, legal documents on Friday asking to be considered legally single. Oh, damn. Ow. <laughs> Ooh. And you were at the show. Damn. Uh, if the judge approves the request, <laughs> child custody and uh, uh property ownership will become separate issues uh from her marital status to Kanye She's also requesting uh, that her maiden name be restored. So, uh, so long to um, Kim Kardashian West, I guess, right? Oh. Right after, too. Yeah. Right after. Not even 24 hours. No. <laughs> Oh, man. And chances are you were, like, backstage and everything. Yeah. and, right? and well, Not and, general admission. No. And, and the, the you know, the thing is, is that this, I'm sure she didn't wake up and go, you know what, I'm going to do this today. This was probably the date set mm-hmm. to meet with lawyers and everything else to file the yeah. papers. And she was, like, sitting there knowing, knowing that this was going to happen on Friday. Yeah, do you think that she told him, like, he knew? And that was just, he knew the meeting was going to happen the next day. And that was just kind of like an attempt. Oh, God. An attempt. No. Right? Just like literally shoot your shot. 
because he knew the very next day things were going to be different. Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad. And was that right? date like her meeting with the lawyers set before he set the date of the concert? Oh, who knows? Oh my God! Like, and if just... he did, did he set the date specifically <laughs> yeah, for, for that, that reason? For that day? Yeah, he's like, guys, I'm going to shoot my shot because wasn't it supposed to be on the weekend? <laughs> it was supposed uh, to be the day after, right? Yeah. He's like, I need to bump this up two days. Yeah, and she was like, oh, you know what? I can't make guys, it. I got meetings. Th- this is what's going down on Friday, so I need to do this on Thursday. I got one last shot at yeah. this. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's not Poor cool, guy. man. Poor guy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, Madonna uh, calling out 50 Cent. So Madonna released what? those pictures uh, a couple of weeks ago where she was in like the lingerie and stuck under a bed and all mm. this stuff. I don't know. Uh, but 50 Cent said um, when he saw the pictures, he said, uh, trying to do like a virgin at 63, she shot out. If she don't get her old ass up. So that's what he said. And then Madonna said, uh, I guess your new career is getting attention by trying to humiliate others on social media. Uh, the least evident, the least elevated choice you could make as an artist and as an adult. And then 50 replied and said, okay, I'm sorry. I did not intend to hurt your feelings. I don't benefit from this in any way. Uh, so then Madonna is now releasing a video critiquing his apology. Your apology is fake and it's not valid. An apology is not valid if you don't know what you're apologizing for. What you should be apologizing for is your misogynistic, sexist, ageist behavior and remarks. You are trying to put a limit on when women should be able to feel good about themselves. Um, I forgive you and I hope that one day you wake up and see a different point of view. I will say I will say this though, okay, and maybe this is ages for me to say this. Um, but Madonna uses a phone like a sixty-three-year-old, right? There's so mean? much noise going on. Like when I call my mother, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. Like I don't know what she does with the phone. There's so much noise going on with the phone. Because you always catch it when she's hiking. No, she believe my mother's not hiking. There's <laughs> just phone like it, noise. I know. No, it's like where they hold their fingers and their because they're used to the receiver, right? Moms could do anything with the mm. receiver, right? Bath a kid, make dinner, all this stuff with the receiver tucked underneath, and there was no noise. My mom still treats the cell phone like it's the old receiver, where she tucks it under her between her ear and her shoulder, and she mm. goes about life. You can't talk to a person like that on an iPhone because it doesn't work. The microphones on the phone are so sensitive. Yes. That- any bit of movement yes creates noise right so anyway the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh the miss universe um 2021 pageant so this is steve harvey's sort of annual uh annual event and in the past it has not gone well for steve harvey there's always some sort of screw up or things just are disorganized or whatever it is uh what year was it that he first screwed up 2015 2015 when he screwed up when he read the wrong name yeah, right this is how it went down miss universe 2015 is colombia i have to apologize <laughs> the first runner up is colombia miss Universe 2015 is Philippines. Woo! 
And you remember they came out and they had to take the crown off Miss Columbia and hand like, oh my God, it was a moment. So what a mess. So, <laughs> so last, don't tell me he did it again. No, but no, but there's always something that screws up. So, um, uh, Harnaz uh, Sandhu was crowned Miss Universe 2021. She's from India. It's the first time uh, in 21 years that uh, the contestant from India has uh, held the title. Um, and Miss Universe uh, and uh, uh, Laura Dutta from India was the last time that happened in the year 2000. But Paraguay's Nadia Ferreria was the runner up. And so he has to read, he's reading the teleprompter, Steve Harvey, yeah. right? And so Miss Paraguay is one of the contestants that is left, right? Not Miss Portugal. So listen to Steve Harvey last oh, night. Listen to this. No. Yeah, listen. Congratulations, Portugal. This. Well, y'all said Portugal. They, they wrote Portugal on the damn sign trying to play me again. They're trying to get me again, but I'm not going for it this year. Congratulations, Paraguay. <laughs> they had Portugal on the damn sign. I looked dead at it. Y'all saw it. Don't oh, try no. to blame this on me this year. <laughs> Ladies, Paraguay and India, please step forward. <laughs> Good luck to both of you. How hard and is the it? New How hard Miss is Universe it? is India. There we go. We got it right. So somebody really so it did was screw down, up. Yes, it was. It was down to whoever, Paraguay and India. So whoever wrote the tele, the information yes, for him to read, they put India and Portugal. But on in his hand, like in, he on just the, knew. No, he knew because there's two women standing oh, beside standing him. Right there, right? They're yeah, standing yeah. right there. Oh, but in the thing, I know, right? I know. They, like, I think they like jerking him around because they they know that these moments go viral, right? Yeah. They didn't uh, like they didn't screw it up where where he would read the wrong winner again, but they gave him enough of misinformation that it would wind up going viral yeah. and then we start talking about it and uh, everything else. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, what's this Tom Holland clip? What's he talking about? Oh, hold on here. Hold on. Hold on. Let me find it. Uh, Tom Holland. Oh, was it about the height difference yeah, between them? He was oh, on, yeah. Um, I think it was Sirius XM talking to someone uh, because the movie comes out on Thursday. Right. And they're a couple together. Like, in real life. In real life. And also in the movie, because I guess in the movie there's a kiss. And um, normally when the actor, the leading man is shorter than the leading lady, Hollywood has historically... Um, even them out or even had people walk in trenches or they wear lifts so they stand on apple boxes to sort of even it out but they didn't do that in mm -hmm. uh, spider-man and it's a noticeable height difference and i guess that it's a topic of conversation for people so yeah so it gets brought up in this interview and then uh, like in the video that you see tom holland and zendaya yeah. um, they give like this kind of awkward look and the host then saves herself because right. it, it was apparent it was like visually kind of shocking i guess for right. tom holland and zendaya to get that question gotcha again yes and she kind of backtracks and re-explains which then tom holland goes into his explanation zendaya i wanted to ask and actually and tom i wanted to ask you guys because in the first in in far from home when mj and peter kiss and 
Zendaya, you're taller than Tom. And it became this <laughs> this thing. And I thought, Whoa. I, well, I'm not yeah. that much taller. <laughs> let's just, right, let's just, just put this out there. <laughs> Maybe like an inch or two at this. Okay. It's not like people say like like how did you guys kiss? It must have been that's so not, difficult. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm always fascinated by because it's such a misogynistic thing that like, oh my yeah. god, the woman it and it's it it is so problematic. And I'm always interested oh, right. by a moment where people are like Oh, and, and it's often something that comes from pop culture where people are like, True. oh, this is something that is problematic that we have this assumption. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. a stupid assumption that my yeah. mom is taller than my dad. Yeah, yeah like, like it doesn't. Not, taller than everyone. Right, it's like not a weird thing for women to be tall. Like no, <laughs> not at all. It does, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I, you know, I remember when we were doing the Spider-Man screen tests. I mean, you'd have to ask John Watts this question, but every girl that we tested for both roles was taller than me. And I wonder whether John, that was a decision that John had made. There was there was no one that tested that was shorter than I was. To be fair, I am quite short, but. Same. Uh, but yeah, so maybe that was a decision John Watts made and something he was aware of and wanted to break the stereotype. So he just said that he was quite short. And according to this article that I'm reading right now, he's 5'8". Yeah, that's not that short. <laughs> right? Like, isn't he the same height as you and Maury? Shut up. No, I'm just asking. Because I would never say that that's quite short. Yeah, that's not. But he said, Shem, no, what yeah, are you laughing yeah, at over yeah, the Shem? Yeah, it's 5'8 is short. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite short. No, it's not quite short, but 5'8 is short for, for a dude. Yeah. Right. A little fellow's yeah. over after. I only like just found yeah. out I'm 5'4. You're not 5'. Who told you you're 5'4? Matthew had to measure me for his benefits. You're not 5'4. Hold on. What? You're not 5'4. Wait, you think from I'm benefit? shorter? No. I'm 6'2. You want to stand next to me? No, Maury, you're not. Stop that, Maury. You're, the real way to measure is, is face-to-face. Oh, my God. Shem's, Shem's... Why are you guys dressed the same today? <laughs> oh, my God. Why do you don't look... Oh, my God. That's don't, so true. Don't get disrespectful. Stand, stand, stand up, Shem. Stand up, Shem. Stand up. Go, go, go back now. to back again. Why, why you guys are dressed... You look like two elephant legs. Both of you are wearing gray Henleys. <laughs> Shem's butt fits yeah. right into the curve of my back. <laughs> right, yeah, I regret speaking today. Okay. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> anyway, according to Tom Holland, he's quite short. You're not 5'4", more. Who, Matthew measured, Matthew you measured me for his benefits. Four? Yeah. How did he measure you? Like, were you standing up against a wall? He used our ruler. He used your ruler. Go ahead. Go stand beside Mocha for a second. Wait, how? Hold on. What kind of shoes is Mocha wearing? Big ones? Yes. Yeah. Uh, not even. Air Force Ones. I don't know what that means. Okay, go, okay, okay, okay. go stand beside, go stand beside Mocha. Come here. Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on. You guys used to be way closer in height than you are now. You guys were way closer in height than you are now. That's because he used to wear Timberlands. No, Maury's shrinking. No, there's bet, no way. More, I bet you Maury is five yeah. four. He's shrinking. At, at one point, at one point, I'm going to see you guys barefoot, and I'm going to adjust for whatever differences are going there's on no there. Barefoot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. We ain't got time for that. <laughs> Maybe Maury is five four. <laughs> <laughs> you just haven't really noticed. Does that affect the benefits? Like you get less because it's going to cost less to bury you? <laughs> no. I don't understand. Smaller box? He's... Like what? You need a smaller dose of whatever no. vaccine you're going to no, need? he'll be registered as a child. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know. Like why, why does that affect the benefits? I don't understand why they, why they need to be so disrespectful <laughs> with the benefits that you need yeah. to know somebody's no, height. Yeah, Matthew's going to claim him as a child. <laughs> <laughs> they also needed my weight. Yeah, well, that I can understand. <laughs> 
and that's wait, wait, COVID right. weight. What you, okay. I would have said I was 6'2 if I weighed your weight. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I just got hosed um, huh? by, by somebody who was trying to save me from Spider-Man spoilers. Oh, so, no. Yeah. Did you see a spoiler now? No. It was, uh, there was just somebody, it was, somebody had said how to avoid um, Spider-Man spoilers, mm-hmm. right? And then w- what they did was they gave you a list of things to put in your phone to block a list of like names and spoilers and everything dumb (laughs) right so basically spoilers and this was a person who was at the premiere last night oh come on (laughs) like not cool (laughs) i've just accepted the fact that because i'm not watching this movie opening night right right right, i've just accepted the fact that after opening night yeah thursday when spider-man opens that all the spoilers are going to be on social media everywhere. So yes, it's going to be unavoidable. Yeah. I, I think the hope, I think the, the most you can hope for is to go in and just enjoy the movie, knowing what you will eventually sure. find out. Because but please, from what you read, please, Ross, do I not, won't. I won't. And I, I know won't. you love no, spoilers. No, 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 because it's not out yet. I'm not going to spoil a movie that's not out. I know, but just. That's not, I wouldn't do, I've never done that. Okay, I've never spoiled cool. a movie that's not out yet. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not a monster. Can you, can you agree to this, though? Yeah. That on Friday. Yeah. Like, for anyone who plans on, like, staying away from social because of the spoilers. Right. Like, don't say anything. Like, don't ruin. Well, I mean, if something's huge news, something's huge news. I mean, it's just what we do, right? You can always leave the room or cover your ears or do whatever you yeah, got to do. But, but if something's big news. Because I know how know. much you love, even after a movie get, is out. Right. Even if it's something like, okay, that you're I'll not passionate you, about, right. you will still enjoy spoiling. I, I will give you. No, 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 no. I, I, enjoy, I don't enjoy spoiling movies. I enjoy spoiling movies that I didn't like. Right? Okay, that's the first thing. Right, movies which is all of them, because you always have a problem no, no, with every no, single no, movie No, 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 no. There's quite a few movies that I love that I haven't spoiled. Look, look every, but, like, every single person in this room yeah. just, like, agree. Yeah, okay, they whatever. Ah, you guys. Okay, like, like for instance, when, um, when Eternals came out and Harry Styles showed up in the end credits, that was the day after the premiere. It happened in the end credits? I didn't know what that. What do you mean? Yeah, that's where Harry Styles showed up. That was, it was in Variety. It was the lead story in Variety. No, I knew he was in the movie somewhere. I didn't know it was the end credits. Yes. Spoiler alert. Oh, for God's sake, you. <laughs> Whatever. He's talked about it. He's done interviews about he said, it. said, I, Harry Styles, am in the Eternals end credits? Yes. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right, so, so what? Now so, you're supposed to Spider-Man. No, no, no. So Spider-Man happened last night, the, oh. big, the big premiere. So what I'm saying is that people in the world have now seen it. Okay. okay? Gotcha. So on the red carpet, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, who we know confirmed to be in the movie, not a spoiler at all, uh, talks about working with uh, Tom Holland over the years. Well, we know each other of all. We're, you know, we're two Brits who are having the rides of our lives, and, you know, it's just fun to share a little bit of it with him and... Uh, I'm really proud of him. I know it sounds patronizing, but, you know, I, I, he's younger than me, like I said before. And to get to see him from the moment I remember him bounding across the concrete at Long Cross, this awful studio we have to shoot a lot of Marvel stuff in in England. And he went, hello, I'm Tom. Um, I, I've just been cast to do Spider-Man. <laughs> I was like, wow. Wow, congratulations. That's amazing. And, you know, I knew about his work in Billy Elliot. I knew he had the chops for it.
Wow, he really yeah. does not sound like Doctor Strange yeah, at all. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like in real life. Tom Holland himself on who he would like to work with, who his sort of dream cast would be, uh, given all the new characters that have now uh, shown up in the, in the MCU. You've got some great new stars in the MCU. You've got Angelina Jolie, Harry Styles, people like that. Who are the newbies that you're excited to work with next? I want to work with Florence Pugh. Mm. I think she's amazing. She's so good in that movie and all the movies that she's done. That I think she's fantastic. So I think a really cool Spider-Man Black Widow movie would be a fun little twist. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Florence Pugh is in uh, Hawkeye. And... Um she uh she's great in it and she like awesome i love that character i love the florence Pugh character yeah she's, she's good. so good so good i'm not gonna get mad at that because i saw the latest episode of hawkeye oh my god that's oh she's she tweets she instagrammed about it it's not a spoiler i know but then all the fans got mad oh whatever the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh spider-man had its uh premiere last night I'm staying away from all Spider-Man hashtags. It is very difficult. Uh, because it's to, trending like crazy right now. Yes, to have it not uh, be spoiled. I got I to yawn. I'm so bored. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I'm kidding. That's super rude. <laughs> like, come on. I'm kidding. Normally, I don't yawn. I never, I've never yawned on the radio, but it just hit me. I wow. Was, yeah, yeah, I had been fighting it um, before we went on into this. What, I, the boredom or the tiredness? No, that tired. Listen, don't want you to worry about me. It's the holidays. Everybody's tired. <sighs> Uh, so uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya on the red carpet last night. Zendaya looked awesome. I don't know if you saw it. She was wearing this Valentino dress that was spider webs. Like it was like, it oh, was awesome. Yeah? yeah, it was very, very, very oh. cool because she and Tom Holland are a couple in real life. So all mm-hmm. the pictures are of uh, those two together. Oh, wait, he looked like trash? No, he, he looked great too. Oh. Um, but she was the, she, I mean, she was the star of the carpet. Like, of course. How could she not be? Uh, but uh, Tom Holland is like when, when leaks do happen and if anyone is going to blow something from Spider-Man, you know, over the years, it's Tom Holland that you need to worry about. Mm-hmm. And now what winds up happening is people don't so much talk to Tom Holland to try and get him to spoil things. They just talk to Tom Holland about how he spoils things. So right. here's a clip from an interview of uh, Tom uh, Holland talking about keeping secrets. I say we're doing pretty. I'd say we're doing. Nothing for this one has been pretty, pretty good for sure. I'm very excited for people to see this movie and be like. You've scared, what, me couple, you scared me a couple. You scared me a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the past couple days, I was like, oh, 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 it's happening, yeah. it's happening, but, but it never but he, happened. He didn't. He, you, oh, no. you, you did well. Yeah, we're doing really well as a team. We yeah. help each other out, you know. For sure. There's a, a gentle elbow every now and then of like, yeah. Shut up, don't yeah. Yeah. or like a full fledged yeah, elbow a, to the a, face. A gentle, Whatever works. Gentle slap in the face. Whatever gets it done. See where I sold that. <laughs> no spoilers. Poor guy. But, no, but as Mocha said, it's very difficult today to go on yeah. and not have things not have things spoiled. The next couple of days, I'm definitely going to be uh, watching my social media usage. Well, because that's the thing is that after, you know, it's, it comes out Thursday. And then after Thursday, like on Friday, people start to feel okay with saying certain things because the movie is out in the world. And I know, but people not have seen, seen it. it. I know, no, I know. People have, but, but not everybody. I get it. I get it. But then at what point is it okay to talk about it? Like, are we talking years at this point or months or weeks? Like, what is the window? You don't know. Um, oh, like February. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's, we're going to talk about it before February. I can guarantee you that the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast black panther should black panther be recast i know that this was a very yeah. difficult conversation to have when chadwick boseman um passed away and everybody was like nope 
absolutely not. You do nothing with T'Challa and you just leave him there and then you sort of move on with the franchise. I thought the rumor was that the the girl that played his youngest sister right. in the movie that she was going to take on. No, no. I mean, do you the cast the character? Oh, do the you character recast the character? T'Challa. Oh, no, absolutely not. You don't think so? No, no, uh, no, no, no. A lot of people are leaning towards yes. And, oh, really? And, yeah, and Chadwick Boseman's brother actually says that uh, he thinks that T'Challa needs to live on as the character and that he said that his brother Chadwick um, knew and always felt that that character and what that character represents is bigger than the actor who portrays it. Mm -hmm. So he's saying that Chadwick would want somebody to step in and take over the role. Because he did such a great job. And you look at Chadwick and all you see is Black Panther. Like he is Black Panther. So to see somebody else don that suit hurts a little bit. But it, but but here, okay. But in that world, in the comic book world, right? You mm. look at uh, you look at. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, I know that it's not sort of in the same universe and everything else, but people can love Heath Ledger as the Joker, and mm-hmm. people can also love Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Totally. Uh, people have their favorite Batman. Yep. People have their favorite Spider Man. People have their favorite uh, Superman. Right? You can have another actor come in and do Black Panther. It's just unfortunate because Chadwick Boseman passed away. But that character can fully live on without sort of taking away what the greatness was. Like nobody thought nobody can ever play the Joker again because Heath Ledger just did 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 the job so well. Right? You knew that you couldn't play it the same way he played it, but you could still have somebody come in and and, and do do Joker. And does a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also Jared Leto did not. Right? Like you can still you can still do that. So but uh, Chadwick's brother is saying that he thinks that Chadwick would want uh, Black Panther to be recast. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, what, uh, Shem, what do you know about Hannah Brown? Explain Hannah Brown to me. Uh, Hannah Brown, former Bachelorette contestant. Sorry, uh, contestant. Yeah, she, she was on Colton's season on Colton's originally, okay. and then she also got her own season of The Bachelorette. That's right. Okay, so Hannah Brown was doing um, uh, Michelle Collins' show on uh, on satellite radio, and. She brought up coming out Colton, which is the Colton's Netflix show Mm -hmm. where they chronicle his sort of coming out to his family and everything else. Because there's been backlash against that show um, because it seems like there was an attempt by some people, whether it was, you know, malicious or not, to sort of like showcase somebody who had done some really awful things to a woman. And and even though him coming out doesn't erase that and they do address all that, it's like, why give somebody that platform anyway? As big uh, as Netflix, too. Yeah, yeah. So that's the sort of backlash. But uh, but here is Hannah Brown's um, take on coming out Colton. Well, I have to start, obviously, with Colton because you were a contestant on his season, back season 23 of The Bachelor. And now I think it does, you know, bear mentioning that he has this Netflix uh, show uh, coming out Colton, I think it's called, right? And have you watched any of that? I actually have. I think there's two sides to it. I understand um, why people would be upset that he has a TV show um, just because, you know, he's he's a white gay man and, you know, there's some privilege there. And I also understand the, you know, he... And his relationship with Cassie, I think he definitely made a lot of mistakes. But as far as knowing him as a person, um, I think it's really cool that he's 
finally being able to, for the first time, be himself, which is weird that I'm saying that because I dated him and he was gay the whole time. But mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly think I say this. I'm like, I think I like him better as a gay man. Like he just seems for sure. more, um, even though it, it's obvious that like, he's still like almost like uncomfortable with like this new life. Cause he's never allowed himself to be who he is. Mm. Um, it is cool to kind of just watch him try to be his, most authentic self for the first time. Hmm. I didn't watch that show. No, me no. Did you watch yeah, it? Or watch it quickly. You like it? I found it incredibly awkward. You found it what? Incredibly awkward. Really? Why? Because the problem was is that his friends, Gus Kenworthy, the Olympian, who mm. became best friends with him, they were throwing all these coming out parties and forcing him and wondering why he wasn't hooking up with people at the parties. Mm. It's really awkward that you're gay, you have to sleep around. And it right. was like, let him have a moment. And this was coming from gay friends of his. Gay friends and gotcha. introducing him to all these people. We got a party, we got to hook you up. But why are you not liking anybody here? Right. And I'm like, oh my God, give the guy a moment. Right, right, mm. right. So yeah. you like him, you just don't like the- I thought he was really awesome. I, I liked him more from this because he was like, he didn't want to hook up. Right. But it was awkward watching his friends try and push him into it. Right, right. Uh, cool, thank you. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. All right, here we go. Question and answer time. Yo, Mel, what's up? It's Roz Hi. and Mocha. Hello. Good morning, guys. How you doing today? Good, how are you? Good. good. Uh, where do you on? listen to the Roz and Mocha show from? Uh, Mississauga. Nice. Big up Mississauga. What <laughs> is your question? As Roz opens a drink right now. Yeah. My question is, if you guys had the opportunity to design a torture chamber for each other, what would you put in it? Do you have an answer for this? Well, I just thought about Maury's torture chamber would include Hot George. But I thought torture chambers were a bad thing. They are a bad thing. So why would I want to put Hot George in a torture, poor guy? Well, okay, so so, yeah, so here, let me give you an example. Okay, like I, my the torture chamber that I would build for Mocha, like if we're going for actual torture, hmm. okay, is um, I would put Mocha in a glass room, okay, and on one window, on one side would be his son. Okay. Oh God, who, dude, why would who, who Mocha could watch but not communicate with, and on the other side would be Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who <laughs> Mocha would have to watch and not oh. be able to communicate oh, with. So in her right? mind, I'm and in then the... Mocha and Mocha would sit in that room and not be able to talk to his son or become best friends with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Even just sitting here thinking about that is giving me anxiety. Yes. Oh no! So okay. is Mel saying like I'm in the chamber and George is outside windows? Something like that, Mel? Yes, yes. With, within oh, reach. Yeah, but Maury is married, so he can't really take well, full that advantage would never of stop Hot Maury. George. I would. I would say. <laughs> I, I, I would dream about Hot George. I was shaving his legs. What about what about Maury? What about Maury? Um, oh, I got it. Yeah. What if Maury um, torture chamber would be like continuously feeding Maury olives? Right. How about I build? Okay, here's my torture chamber. I've got one for Here, me. Here's my torture chamber for Maury. Okay. I put Maury um, in a small like place, right? Uh-huh. And then what I do is I make sure that Matthew is also there and just never leaves during the day. Wait, that's home now. (laughs) (laughs) Mission accomplished. Uh, I think Roz's torture chamber would definitely be like, okay, 
Oh, like a really, really bad lawn, and he can't get to it. No, 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 no. Roz's torture chamber would be food-related, and he would have, like, a contraption over his head, right? And his arms are locked in place, so he couldn't move his arms, couldn't move his, uh, his hands. And also his head is locked in place, so he can't move side to side. Mm-hmm. And something that would continuously feed you pickles and ketchup. Oh, or same similar thing. Like he's in there and ketchup just pours in. You know what's even worse than that, I'll be honest with you guys? What? You put me in a room uh-huh. where I sit in the same chair and then perpetually 24 hours a day nonstop, different groups of people come in and just force me to have a meeting. <laughs> now it's time to think about this. That would be that's my absolute torture. What right? about that? You're in a room yeah. and I'm in it with you. Um no, because I can always kill you. <laughs> Your hands are tied, you can't go left and right. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah, engage in conversation with Maury. Yeah, but that would be fine though, because Maury likes me, right? Like at least he, you know, like I would be I wouldn't want to be in there with somebody who doesn't like me. But no, I would say just perpetual meetings, nonstop garbage, stupid meetings. Because right. there's nothing I hate more than meetings. I hate meetings. Hey, Mel, what would yeah. your torture chamber be? For you, Mocha? It no, no, not for me. Room. Like, oh, for, for, you, you, for you. you, Oh, for me. I don't know. I never really thought about it. Mm. Like, what's stuff <laughs> in a room in without my life? kids? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think putting Mocha in any situation, like, what if Mocha was in the same room as The Rock, but only The Rock, like, was under strict instructions that no matter what Mocha did, he could only ignore him. Oh man! Right? <laughs> Come on, dude! You know what I mean? do that to me. And then, and then the other stipulation was when The Rock finally did leave that room, he was sworn to secrecy, uh, and if was ever accused of being in the same room as Mocha, he would before he would have to deny it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. Mocha couldn't even tell the story. <laughs> and he'd be posting pictures from wherever it was we were together, but I'm yes. just not in any part of that frame whatsoever. Right. Yes, exactly. And I'd be exactly. like, guys, I was there too. You're yes, right. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> hey, Mel, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Brian says here, what are on the Christmas lists for you guys this year? You guys have Christmas? Like, yeah, I, I, gave, yeah I, gave, I gave a couple ideas. Uh, so no, one, we do Secret Santas, right? It's just easier with my family yeah, and yeah. Catherine's family. We just you get one person and you buy. Um, do you ever know who gave you? Like in Secret Santa, do you ever know who it you came do, from? You do. You do after it happens. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But you don't know ahead of time. And so what I've really sort of taken a liking to doing is I load up my Secret Santa list with absolute weird stuff. And the last couple of years, um, what I've done is I've forced people to buy me a ridiculous outfit yeah. that I put together, and then I do my New Year's Eve picture in that outfit. Oh, so, nice. So last year, it was like a pink mesh shirt, mesh, yeah. uh, pink sunglasses, and I had like a couple other things, and then my secret saying I had to buy that, and they were like, oh, What's wrong? God. I actually thought you looked amazing in that picture. Yeah, so, so I don't know what's weird about it. Like, yeah. I, I thought it was awesome. So, uh, and then so this year, I did another outfit for my secret Santa to buy me. Oh, and, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, 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 and and pink th- as well. No, no, different, different color scheme this uh-huh. year, and a little bit more risque as well. Uh-huh. So really? yeah, so we'll see if it comes through because sometimes, because here's the thing: is that secret sometimes secret Santas take it upon themselves to go off list where they think they know you and they want to get you something, right? Where I'm like, if I give you a list of 14 specific things, all under fifteen dollars, just get them. 
Yeah. Right? Like, just order them for me. It's sure. obviously it's obviously what I want, uh, trying to make your life easy. So we'll see if it comes together, right? We'll see if it comes together. Uh, but that, and then there's this cool um, uh, lawn attachment thing that I wanted for my uh, my head, my edge trimmer, um, which is like, you know, scissors, like like lawn, yeah. like, you know, you can buy like actual like lawn scissors, yeah, right? I have so them. this this thing, this thing spins. It's a disc and it spins and it has about f- like, I don't know, about a hundred mini pairs of lawn scissors around the outside. And when it spins, they just cut super, super oh fast. God, it's like, like a saw like, trap. Like scissors. It's like a saw trap. Wow. But only it's the best edger, apparently, that, really? uh, that that exists. Yeah, so I asked for that. That's really it. I don't yeah. need anything else. Yeah, Maury, what's on your Christmas list? Um, Matthew, we, we made a rule this year um, under $40. Oh, wow. Yes. Cause Why? We, because we're going to a cabin, so that's going to be our gift to each other. Right. But we also don't want uh, a, like a, a naked tree. So we wanted, like, I'm like, but there has to be something under the tree to open. I just yes. can't imagine not unwrapping. So we said, fine, gifts under $40. So, so are you unwrapping here in the city or are you waiting till you no, go we'll to the cabin? No, we'll do it here. You're not going to, do you have a tree at the cabin? Uh, uh, yeah, if we put a real tree in the cabin. Yeah, yeah if you, but you're not going to. No, no, we are. You are. Oh, why we ask you, them to. Why don't you bring the gifts because to the cabin? Because then you have to drive the gifts there and then drive them back. There's four, there's $80 worth of gifts. But our car's going to be already full of like frozen lasagnas. Okay. First, okay. <laughs> How long are you gone for? Six, uh, four days. Four days. Okay. More. You have space. Okay. <laughs> Dog food, frozen lasagnas, right, right. our own pillows, and a sleeping bag. Right. And the dog's allowed to go with you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Wow. Yeah, we paid an extra 100 bucks for the cleaning fee. Yeah? Jeez, man. Wow. That's how they get spending you at these more, hotels. Spending more on the cleaning fee for the dog than you are on Christmas Thank presents you. for each other. That's how these get you. There's like a dog fee. Yeah, I know. That's so wild. Okay, yeah. so, so... So, Matthew, I told him, like, anything that smells like bergamot. Yeah, okay. Like, so that's my thing. What does bergamot smell like? What is it's that? It's like, uh, like a rustic orange smell oh, almost. Okay, mocha. And I asked for long johns. Right. Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> That is so not surprising. <laughs> I've never owned a pair. You've never owned never? long johns? No. I Even growing up, like your dad never. I watched a YouTube video of how to put your pants on over long johns. <laughs> and uh, so Was it any different than putting your pants yeah. on without long johns? No, but they told you to put the long john, like In your the sock. bottoms into the toe. Like if you're not wearing socks, into the like hold it with your toe so it doesn't go up. Right. I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, Mocha, your Christmas list. Uh, the only thing I really want. It's gonna be so nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> There's this um, computer mouse that I've been eyeing for a while. Oh yeah. You yeah. got a new keyboard I saw on your Instagram. Yeah. So I got the keyboard and it's got like a matching mouse. What makes the keyboard so special? Um, it's like uh, an in between a regular keyboard and like those mechanical ones where the the um, keys are a little bit more raised. Okay. And they're heavier. They're thicker. It Why just would you feels that? feels so much nicer to type on because the one that I have right now, the Apple. Uh, yeah. Magic keyboard. I find the keys are way too flat. So, like, you have an old-fashioned keyboard now, where it's click, 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 click. No, it's not fully mechanical. It's not a full click, click, click. It's like no. halfway in between the two. I uh, like the flat keyboard. You do see. I I do like. I've been doing so much just like writing and just everything else um, over the like last little while. Like I do everything I do. I do it on my laptop, right? Yeah. Like everything yeah. I do, I do it on my laptop. And then when I had to bring my computer in. Um, to Apple a couple of weeks ago, I have two other MacBooks at home. So I have one that's about 2000, when was it? Probably about like 2017. And then I have one that's probably about 2015, right? Mm -hmm. And I will say that I had been, I was typing on both of those 
And the 2015 was a dream to type on. Really? The 2017, a little less. And then when I got my new one back, I'm like, I hate writing on this. Wow. Is it because the, the keys are too it, flat? Apple, uh, MacBooks have progressively gotten worse for yeah. writers. Like, like for, for anybody, ones. for if you have to sit and write like actual sentences, not emails, but like if you're doing something, right? Like whatever it is that you're 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 doing, like logging stuff for the show or like whatever well, it Matthew's is. Matthew's writing his memoir on our oh, is he? On his it, computer. On, on the actual keyboard yeah, computer uh, yeah, or on it. yeah he no, loves it old... i i hate writing on uh on on the 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 macbook on the new one i yeah. much prefer writing on the old one i wish the keys were raised a little bit oh more. no i prefer it this you way. do huh? yeah let me show you the one that i got yeah show it me this is this one. Oh, you like that huh yeah really the keys are a little bit oh, more... Oh, they're indented the, So the keys are raised, and the, they're actually, yeah, indented for when you're typing for your fingers. So and these, and it is, like, You smooth. like it, huh? Wait, so is this for, you have a desktop at home, or this you attach this to your laptop? Uh, this, I could actually switch between... There's a button, uh, a couple of buttons here, where I can use my actual desktop com computer... I hit another button and I can pair it automatically to like my iPad or I can pair it to my oh, laptop. Yeah? Yeah. Look at that. That's incredible. So it's got a, a, a mouse that comes with it. So that's right. what I well, want for I'm Christmas. telling you, man, we just spent 10 minutes on this. They should give you a free one. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, what else? What up, Logitech? Here? <laughs> oh, okay. Zofia has a great question. Go. Okay. This is one of those, uh, how do you say this word? Okay. Okay. So I'm going to spell it, and then you guys say it. I'm going to have to write it because I'm not good with stuff like this. No, it's, bro, honestly, it's five letters. Okay. B-A-G-E-L. B-A-G-E-L. Bagel. Yeah. Maury? Bagel. Same. Bagel. Yeah. Who says it the other way? I know, she I know people. Here. I've heard people say boggle. No, I know people she, that say bagel. Yeah, she says oh, that, yeah. one of the examples. Yeah. Uh, Zofia's saying here, bagel or yeah. uh, bagel, like yeah. bagel I, or bagel. I've I, heard people say Bagel. I also, before. I've also heard people say bagel. Bagel. Yeah. Like B E G. Yeah. Why? Who says yeah. bagel? Yeah. Like a bagel, like a bag bagel and cream cheese. See, I was in Israel where the bagel was invented, and they say bagel. Is that where it was invented? That's. I was told on the tourist trip. <laughs> How long ago was this? Nineteen ninety-two. I gotta find out. Oh no! See where you started. Yeah. Oh great. Where was in the old city the of Jerusalem? Bagel. The story goes: a baker in. Vienna, Austria, accidentally invented a bagel <laughs> in the late 17th century. Uh, um, he made it as a tribute to the king of Poland, uh, who led forces from the Austria, from Austria to uh, the Turkish invaders. Let See, me, we were check outside the store, source. and they're like, this is where the bagel was invented. Go in and buy some. Yeah, not only... <laughs> not, no. yeah, yeah, not only... Um, what countries invented the bagel? Not... Uh, you, I'm out here... <laughs> So not only did it not come from Israel, but I'm reading one article that says it was actually invented in Germany. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, hold on here. Like, here's, oh, here's something else. Where we, okay, hold on. I got Jews. I got Jews. Hold on, Maureen. <laughs> okay. Uh, the bagel The bagel is uh, one of the few bread types which can be considered unique to North America. Uh, it has its origin in Europe, but the version eaten in America today has little to do with the original. Bagels, quote, are said to have been invented by Polish Jews in Krakow, even uh, though their origin is unclear. So that's not that's not like some solid science there. Yeah. You just got lied to, more. I did. They were like, go in and buy some. This is where they're from. <laughs> and you bought them, I bet. A bag. <laughs>
Um, a bagel. Um, <laughs> connoisseur of good food has this question for you, Roz. How many scarves do you own in the house? I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, and somebody else has asked you this question. Yeah. Um, how many scarves do I own? Well, Catherine and I pool scarves, right? Uh-huh. So we have scarves and snoods and What's everything. A snood? A snood is Is like, it like that thing where you put through your head through? Yeah, a snood is like um, it's like it's just round, and you put it over your head, but it's just big, like like a turtleneck. Yeah, but only without the sweater part. Yeah, right. But it's no, but neck. loose, but loose. It's okay. not tight, uh-huh. right? It's like not it's tight called? around a your spoon? neck. A, a snood. Oh, so like a dicky? No, no, no. Dickies are dickies are fake turtlenecks. Right, but if you put the dicky higher up, no, no. This is loose. Like oh, okay. it's loose, like a big loose scarf. It's uh-huh. just a circle. Sure. Right? Okay. Um, so I, I would have a couple of those for my son. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're great. Um, so I would say between scarves and snoods, uh, I have in the house. I'm gonna say we have like at least thirty, probably forty. I thought wow. you were gonna say more. Yeah, Dude, yeah. That's I'm gonna, still say, a lot, I'm gonna man. say forty, and that's. But I'm not counting like like all season scarves, right? These are huh? just like like all season scarves, like scarves that I would yeah, wear. Decorative scarves. Like decorative scarves. Like What's a, one like that you're a, wearing today? Like a shorter. This is sort of a decorative scarf, but uh-huh. I still wear it for warmth. It's a nice material. Yeah. Um, so let's say combined everything. Everything? You're like all, six, all, all like, seasons. I, I just, I, Catherine was, I don't know what she was looking for the other day, but she had to go in one of my drawers under the bed. And uh, I don't know what she took out, but like out with it came like 15 sort of neckerchief scarves 15? that I haven't seen in forever. Yeah. Yeah. They, summer silk. They feel real nice too. Completely forgot about them. Oh, had completely forgot about them. Maybe yeah. you should do an inventory. Yeah. On what? And what? Cat, like catalog them all? Like lay them all out and see which ones you've forgotten about and put them yeah. at the top of the pile. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, a picture of all of them all of them yeah yeah i should wear them all i should i should take a picture time. and put all my scarves on tie them all together and see how many times you can wrap it around you, you know what i should do that i should i should take a picture of me with all maybe i'll do that for over the holidays yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for fans all yeah i'll, I'll, I'll get all the scarves in the house and the neckerchiefs and uh and i'll put them all on roxy i'm sure would love to help me with that okay done um, Mel says here, oh, what is your favorite snack? I mean, like, it's got to be chips, right? Yeah. My number one is always going to be chips. Oh, wait, no, but nope. I love candy so much. Nope. Um, What's yours, Maureen? Popcorn. Really? Interesting. Like, no, no like, plain popcorn. Unsalted, yeah. plain popcorn. I could eat that all day. So, question for you with when it comes to popcorn while Mocha decides whether he wants... No, I'm still going to say chips. Chips? Yeah, over, chips. I disagree over, with over candy. You. Yeah. That's, no, you like Maynard candy. I love Maynard candies, yes. Which I think you like that more than chips. <sighs> okay, hold on. You guys discuss. I'm going to think okay, about that's it. That's what like, I just said. I literally just said we're going to talk about this like, while Mocha decides, Mocha, and you, you went, no, I got it. more than chips. Go uh, ahead. Okay, okay, I'm going to so say the candy. Forget the candy. it. Yeah. Candy. Yes. Okay, I'm, now discuss. We all know candy. Um, so, Maury, when it comes to popcorn, because here's what I've done a couple of times. Catherine will get the plain popcorn um, microwave yeah. type. And then a couple of times I've been at the store where I bought just one of those bags of like the movie time smart food The Buddha popcorn. ones or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, right? Because I always think that that's just more convenient everything else. And I thought that I liked it more than I did. But one night I had a bowl of that stuff from the bag, mm-hmm. right? And Catherine made microwave popcorn mm-hmm. and she had it in her bowl. And I took a piece of the stuff that I had from the bag and then I had a piece of hers from the bowl and I wanted to throw the bag away. The bo- yeah, like, really? The yeah. microwave popcorn is way better. It's way better. Yeah. It's, are, way, it's way better. The microwave popcorn now are getting way better than what they way used better, to be. Because it used to be awful. Uh-huh. Microwave popcorn was atrocious. I had said for years that's not popcorn, uh-huh. right? But now I will have that over any substitute that you can buy at the store. I will even take microwave popcorn over 
And don't at me. Yeah. I'll take that over movie theater popcorn. Like when really? you're in the Cineplex. Really? Really? Absolutely. Why? Because the movie theater one is very salty. Like they put a lot of salt. Yeah. But I like when it's freshly popped in the microwave and there's like hardly any right. salt at all. The microwave. Hey, Mike. <laughs> Every week you'll find us on Instagram at kiss925. Hey, Just Mark. look for the picture that reads Ask Razamoga. This is where we get the questions from. This has been the Razamoga Show podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss 925. Kiss925.com or download the Kiss 925 app.